Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Happy New Decade, all that, man. Yeah. Welcome to Man Time. Damn, man, can you believe it? Like, Man Time has now been in two decades. Man Time has now been in two decades, man. We was in the 20s, we was in the 10s, and now we in the 20s now, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Welcome to 2020, man. How y'all yeah. doing today? I was there, everybody had a good Christmas. How was your Christmas, man? Yo, that shit was, um, that shit was decent. Like, that shit was, yeah, that shit was real, like, chill. That shit was laid back. Took the keys out, out of town. You know, I told you how that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Mm -hmm. it all good. Hey man, can't win them all. That's what happens when you spend a couple days, man, in some space, man. You just kind of just be yeah, like, ah! Yeah, like you really get to see people. Like, mm -hmm. like being in that space, like me just like, you know, I think anyway, like I'm, I'm an analyzer of, of situations anyway. Mm -hmm. And I do it fast because, like I say, that's, it's, it's, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my instinct. My, it's my survival instinct that when I get into a situation, I'm analyzing everybody around me, what their strengths is or what their weaknesses are. And you know what I'm saying? That's just my mind. So being in a situation with people where um, I know, but I don't know, you know, but you I don't, don't know. know, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That shit was like real weird. Like that shit was, you know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know, like that shit is just like, people, are, that shit really made me, that shit really made me look at people, like even people that we think are good, like we think are on the up and up and doing good, they really just shells for real. Yeah. And empty as fuck. And they don't really know what to do when they got that kind of time. You see what I'm saying? When they find up and good. Um, you know the people that they might work, they might, you know, they might got a house, they might got a couple cars, they might got savings, like they might, but they born is like they they don't know that all they know is work. So when they don't, when they not at work, it's like what am I supposed to do? So that's why I told you I got into it with, you know, what I'm saying them her day the kids mother because she was just pressing them like she was at work. Like she do her employees. And I'm like, yo, nah. That become too much. Yeah, like don't do that to my kids. They not your employees, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like use this time to have conversations with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I like, you know, like that's what I did. I bonded with my kids while I was there. Like I didn't get on my phone, like I didn't watch TV. I was reading. Like, I spent that I really just went up there to spend that time with them just to see them outside of the city yeah. and just letting them just be kids like be dirty be loud be do whatever you whatever want. you want to do and then they mama and they like don't do that like yo my man you make me want to walk back to the house it's a long walk it might take me the next year so I'm about to say it's maybe a walk Yeah, that shit is like three hours. So I'm like, yo, my nigga. So was that like a four-day walk? Shit. But yeah, like that shit was just, you know, I didn't like that. I didn't like because it was creating conflict with the kids. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they like, well, why the fuck you bring me all the way out here if you gonna treat me like I'm at home? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was causing conflict with them. Like, let them stay up all night and play the game. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, where they going tomorrow? Yeah, they ain't like, that's what, that's what kids do. That's the hard part about parenting, bro, that people don't really be talking about because we don't really understand that when you become parent, you got to grow as a parent as your child grows as a person. And so, like, we be, that, like, we be struggling with the concept of, like, letting kids be kids. You feel what I'm saying? Like, hold up, dude. What, what, how we turn all the light? Can I light back on, back on. This shit bright as fuck. Come here. Yeah. We got we got Jake's brother in here, man. Hey, two, they twins. Two, two strong faces, man. They, they twins. They twins, man. They two. They they faces look the same. Their dad was a hell of a person. It's like you gotta let kids be kids, and sometimes you be trying to control certain shit. But it's like you gotta think about like how you you was raised. So if you think highly of yourself, think about what worked. How did you start to, what what allowed you to become who you are? So did your parents allow you to develop and find things on your own? Were they shrink? you know what I'm saying? It's like, we gotta think about what worked for us. And then when we have kids, we gotta think about, well, I have to change and adapt with them and we gotta let them be kids. And sometimes- is to get better, not to be the same. So yeah, like sometimes we get caught up in like just being, Control. It feels good to be in control of something, but you don't Does it? control your kids. Like, Does you just want your kids to respect control you. something? Yeah, you can it's control the shit. So it's like you can go whichever way. But when you got kids, I think sometimes as parents we be thinking we supposed to control them. We just want them to respect us, so they listen to us because they respect us. They follow our directions because they trust us and they love us. Right. But we don't want to control them. And part of that comes to what you're saying. It's like, but that's her. That's her. That's her thing. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. she's never had control of any, she's never had control of, you know, her family, sister, she's never had control of anything. So, now she got control of people in at work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she wanna do. She wanna control shit. But she can't come home and, like, I was telling her, like, that's a big reason why we not together because, like, I'm not, I'm not your employee, my, my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and that you can, you can outwit people with your, with your, with your so-unquote education. That shit don't work with me because. I think that, that education like, shit hey, is more. Anybody listening? Can y'all work on us, Jameson's possibly? Yeah, this is about the fourth time. <laughs> Listen, no bullshit. Hey, Jameson, this is the fourth time you can be on the show. Yeah, man. We drink you every show. Yes, sir. But to what you're saying, quick, I think a lot of people are intimidated when they come across people like with two PhDs and two masters. Or, yeah, like yeah, people yeah. that's got a lot of accolades. People right. are intimidated by that. Right. But, but I don't give really a fuck test about that. that. And you, what you did was you tested, you put that to the test. Yeah. When you challenge that shit, you did what, what they not used to being challenged. Right. So that's probably why you got that response because when you get to a certain point, you feel like, damn, I got here. A lot of people don't get here, so I'm this and I'm that. So naturally, you, you feel don't, elite. Yeah, that's people don't it, challenge you because of your status. But that's right? what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's and that's her. That's the aura. But that shit don't make you elite because you got that shit. Don't make you. That shit don't make you anything. That shit don't even make you smart. For real, for real. You just know how to retain knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I took like education and in intelligence is two different things, bro. You have education. I have intelligence. 
Period. Like that shit is not the same. And and intelligence is being is 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 having my Wi-Fi on with other human beings and being empathetic. That's a fact. That's intelligence. I got, I got, I got, I'm sorry. Go ahead, you know, go, man, go ahead, go ahead. Clock head. It's on my tell. I'll be real brief. You just hit on that, because the thing that we all missing right now is just communication. Like, we think we better, we think we're this, we think we're that, and that's because we don't talk to other people. When you get to talking to other people, you realize no, mm. you we're the same know. like shit. Mm. Yeah, we're all the same, and none of us got a fucking clue. Like, how are you actually here right now? Mm -hmm. mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So we just molecules and shit. Like, how are you not a shoestring or, or a piece of brick or mm. whatever? Mm. You're formed into a human mm. in the year 2019 in the richest, most powerful country that ever lived as the most powerful being, an African American man on this planet. That's how did that thing happen? We so focused on our little shit, man. Yeah, I just got my woo-woo. I'm about to pull up, man, because my shit, Giuseppe, and your shit, woo. Right? Nothing. We not, what are we talking about? It means nothing. What are we actually talking about? They we missing the communication part. Missing like that sit part. Down. That's the Wi-Fi, right? The, the connected communication. Absolutely. Got, you know, you, 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 no, you I'm, oh, I, yo, you are, we, we, that's what I'm saying. That's what I say. That's why I say we talking the mindsets. We're not talking to niggers anymore. Come on, come on, come on, Hold up, Clock. I'm glad you said niggers though, because I consider myself a nigger, and them niggers is like some other shit. Totally. Listen, come, listen, come, come with the kick drum. Listen. Yo, I'm telling you, we are not playing with we not we we not we talk we not we not talking to niggas this year, bro. We talking to my states. Is your Wi-Fi on? Period. We ain't looking at accolades. We ain't looking at status. None of that. How are you as a person? How are you? If I say good person? morning, do you speak back? Or you say thank you? You welcome. Hold the door. It's little shit. Little shit. Like I'm it's... rude to you on my bad fucked up day. I don't know. I never seen you from a hill of beans. How you gonna react? Right. Can you handle that right. today? Yeah. When you thought your shit was gonna be on our bumping on the train, nigga, all these people love it. Step on your new shit, what's up? Right. Yep. How you feel? Cause that's how we yeah. you could walk out here right now, that could mm -hmm. get busy. Real yeah. shit niggas panicking because it's the new year. Right. Niggas panicking. They look at like the anxiety around yeah, the new year. situation in life and now I know that that shit can happen again. Ooh. So it's like, mm. I need to watch out for this. So if I see niggas playing with a gun and a nigga get shot later that night but it started with them playing, right. then when I'm in that shit situation the next year with another group of niggas who don't even understand that that shit can happen and this time instead of it just being an ass shot it can be a fatal shot, it's like alright look we gotta, let's not do this. Oh you know what I'm saying? Like you, you start to look at shit different. But it's, I think it's a lot of people out here that like, but this is the that's thing. naturally how we move. But people are just afraid. Everybody's just so caught up into life, the perception of life, social yes. media. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that people are afraid. What it look like? Like, dog, we do straight to the streets. I swear to God, I love that shit because we get to talking to people and I make a topic and we go out to the streets and we shoot that shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm respecting a whole mm -hmm. different answer from the people. 
especially based on location. You, you know what I'm saying? Based on what I'm seeing from social media, right? Right. right. I go in real life, bro. Don't nobody feel that way. Like we just did an episode about black identity, and I was thinking, I, I'm like, okay, we do this shit, we gonna go out there, we gonna get certain people to say certain things, we gonna hear a different range of answers. But everybody pretty much was like, hey, no, we do have an identity crisis, and this is where it come from, and this is what we need to do. I'm like, damn, so if the people understand that, then why the fuck is the mainstream showing? Why are we continuing to see like this shit that they're showing us? Because a lot of the times, a lot of the times, on one situation is for one. What I tell you and what I type to you ain't gonna always be the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right, that's one thing. And then number two is most people that are putting that message out that will type it, they type in what mainstream media are giving you. You know what I'm saying? They're not taking time to do, to do the research to really put out a real narrative. They're giving you, you know what I'm saying? They retweeting the the like like take for instance. Every week there's a there's a a meme. You know, one week it was the little drawing boy, little boy that was looking out the window drawing, the cats a couple of weeks ago, and right now it's going on when you got these white people that's just screaming or or, or, or whatever about when somebody do something. But black people, we jump all over that, and and we say, you know, say, oh, so this is how white people react when we do this. And it always just be us doing stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't seen a cat put. You know what I'm saying? A white person doing that when somebody walked across the stage graduating, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or when somebody had like a ribbon cutting ceremony. But just let alone, like, you know what, man? <laughs> Let, let's just take that. I know I'm rambling right now. But like, it's more ass shaking than ribbon cutting. I'm tired of that shit. It's, it's more ass shaking That's than what ribbon I'm cutting going on, man. Not talking to niggas this year. You niggas can have it. And look at this state that we're in. We're right now, you know, we're gonna disclose our location. We're on the south side of DC. We're on Good Hill Road, right? Now, they going through gentrification. Now I always say this. I grew up in World 5. We ain't see that shit coming, we was kids. The shit just was like, a lot of people don't know that was like an industrial area. So it was a lot of empty space. Mm. But they came and took over. We everybody we ain't get to see it. Over here, people see it coming. But people not even reacting to it. It's like the they, way we react to they, things, and this affects you, nigga. Like if you gotta move, you gotta move your daughter's school. No bullshit. You gotta go to a whole nother hey, doctor. You gotta get another insurance. You gotta stop finding another grocery store. You got like dog. It's that changed your whole fucking life if you move. Hold up, Jake. Pause it right there. You know why? You know what? You said what we not doing? We not reacting, right? Yeah. Yo, my nigga. We not even we. We we can't we, we we not equipped to deal with the turbulence that's coming. That's what I'm saying. This this me pushing this shit, me shining up, me painting that shit on the wall. You walk past that, right? Right, bro? No, I'm gonna see it outside right here by the by the jungle. All these paintings? Oh, out here? Yeah. Right on the hallway? Yeah. That's you? That's my shit. Mm. That shit. That pushed that pushed me to get to this point because I had to beat the turbulence. We are not upgrading ourselves, men. We not upgrading ourselves to fight that shit. We we have been at a at a at a, at a, a station of non-growth, bro. How do we grow? You have to. You have. You have. You gotta to stop doing shit we've been doing because ain't nothing been working. Like, yeah. Don't. I was. You got some shit that was crazy. You was talking about. They were talking about like early Northern Africa, right? Northern Central Africa, right? So Congo before 
the Europeans came according to the Democratic Republic of Congo. The whole northern Africa, most north, north central and eastern Africa, not really south and west Africa. I'm reading this shit, bro, and that shit sound like how niggas be right now. And I'm like, damn, this probably how niggas became slaves. Like, we've been moving like this for thousands of years, and we still in this situation, and it's like, we really gotta come to a point and understand in order to get out of this shit, we have to do something different. Like, what the fuck is not working? We getting too comfortable. They put they put certain black figures in front of our faces and niggas is cool. We chilling. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, so-and-so's up there, so that's cool. I still find it weird as shit that in the black community, the only people that represent us, like, on a grand scale as black folks are entertainers. Like, that's weird as shit. Like, why are the entertainers representing represent us? Like, we come from a place where you got athletes. we the only ones that support them. Like, take, for instance, like, like Jay, right? Jay-Z. Jay-Z owns Ace, right? Owns Ace of Spades. White people don't drink Ace of Spades. Hell no. They drink Clico. Mm -hmm. They don't drink Ace of Spades. Mm -hmm. So when the Ace of Spades bottle is $250, like we 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 buy it because we want to to put it put, put it, it up price in, on yeah we want to put a price on it. We buy it from the store at $250, we buy it from the club at twelve, fifteen hundred dollars. Just to say like I did. Like, take for instance, you want to see you want to see black folk act a fool. You saw it last year, right? In a couple of weeks, um, in a couple of weeks, Super Bowl's in Miami. Oh shit! So, the biggest uh, promoter down in Miami is Headliner Group. They own, um, well, they don't own, but pretty much they push Live, they push Story, uh, they were, you know, Live on Sunday and all that. So. They announced that they got a club opening up um, for Super Bowl weekend. They opened a club for Super Bowl? Yeah, so overall, and so, no, 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 you have to catch them. This club was one of the nicest clubs in Miami a long time ago. Buddy's got $10 million worth of chandeliers. Huh? $10 million worth of chandeliers? Worth of chandeliers. Let's say the one that when you walk in the door is worth $2.3 million. Now, when it comes down to clubbing like that, one or two nights you get the Latinos and stuff like that. But like, we going down to, to break the bag. Like, it's niggas that's flying in cars from, it did in Atlanta last, last year. It's niggas that's flying in cars from all over the world, all over the, the, the states. Yeah, I mean, no, not, not, no. We going down the stunt. As a company, I'm gonna fly in all of my Lamborghinis. I'm gonna fly in all of my rent, my Range Rovers, my Rolls Royce. I fly because I know y'all gonna rent them out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Headliner know that when you go to live, like if you ain't, if we, if, me, if us four showed up, mm -hmm. we paying to get in. And I ain't talking about just like paying the door tap. Like hey, y'all got a table? Oh, next week, like. Bring me these group of girls right here. So we better have a group of girls with us, or you better have a table. So tables at this club on New Year's, I know for sure gonna go for hundred grand easy. That's ridiculous, bro. Easy, easy. That's ridiculous. But, but, I'm I'm not opposed to. I, I like I, I I do believe that club shit. Like I think that shit is a part of us. I think like music. The drinks, the hallucinogens, like the fashion, the fashion, the occasional 
stomp a nigga out. The blood sacrifice. I believe that's a ritual. I believe that's, but I think we need to change it to consciously. Like we need to do it in, at a conscious level. Like that's why I say I, I want to create spaces with people. We can have that, but without the bullshit though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Without, without, we don't gotta, we don't gotta drink $200 bottles of, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We can get some Jameson and connect. We yeah. can have an annual community cook-over. Y'all can come and stunt, but just, you know, bring your kids and don't. Yeah, like, you but, know, the, but, the, but, but you also understand, like, that's us, though. Like, it, it again, is. That's what like, I'm saying. Now, like, now that you got to stuff, like, we bought, we, we had the diamonds, we had the jewels, we had the, the, the stuff like that. We flaunted our our wares, we flaunted our fashion. Yes, that's and so, us. like, that's us. That's us. No, and you so, know what's crazy? Listen to what we talking about. If we wanted to make America go broke, all the niggas that had to do would practice. It's just don't practice fuck with that shit. Just practice discipline no. and go broke. You it, wouldn't get locked up. It, it, you wouldn't be spending money in the club. But see, in order for you us, us to, in order for us to win, in order for us to not even stop doing that, we gotta just support our own. Yeah, I gotta want you to win. Yeah, like I, like not even that we don't I don't want people to stop being flattened. I don't think you have to be poor to be righteous. People get that fucked up. Uh, but the Bible teach us that. Like, I don't believe that, nigga. When I get this bad, nigga, we stunting. Now, the but, Bible tell you, you trust you're going to be yeah, rich. Uh -huh. Yeah, the Bible don't really tell you. Well, no, nah, I mean, the, 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 the Old Testament says something about you can be poor. Yeah, you right. can be poor and live a righteous life. Right. So I don't want to be, I, I don't want people to think just because you righteous, you got to be poor. And all the people that's doing all the flash shit doing some crazy shit. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Especially not in our community. You see what I'm saying? Most of the people that's stunned in our community pushing poison, right? Mostly. That shit is dead. On a on a on a on a, a medical poison level and on a political yeah, poison. Yeah, so level. like you know what I'm saying? Real shit. Like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you know, so like I'm trying to yeah. Right. That's so, the worst one of all. Yeah. That's that's the that's the worst one of them all. Look, yeah. niggas still capping for Obama. And I keep bringing him up. I don't got no shame of saying this. I don't like. I never person. I voted for that nigga just because he was black and I was. 18. I voted for the first time. Yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah, I just turned eighteen. Time. I was like, shit. I saw the whole hood in there. I said, I'm voting. But this you shit. didn't know no better. What? Yeah. Nah, I, 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 I didn't even really care. Exactly. I, I exactly. And, and, and so, I guarantee all the niggas that I saw live in and around me that I didn't see election previews or won't see posts. You know, they they can't be all that. Yeah, he's black. But like what did what did y'all really but, 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 but they counted on that though. They, 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 they shut that. down the third street tunnel for this nigga. Dog, his inauguration was fucking crazy, son. They had people leaking out the tunnel, bro. Like, yeah, it took us it took us an hour and a half. It took us an hour and a half just to get out of um was it Farragut? The station? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, took station. Hour, yeah it took us an hour and a half just to get out of the station. Out of the station, bro? It was millions yeah. of people, there. bro. Like, man. but they counted on that. A man, a, he and he didn't do nothing for us. He didn't do nothing. Was he supposed to? Um, he was still the president. No, no. Listen, I'm about to tell you. It's not. It. He 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 is the yo. That's crazy. He is the president of the U. I don't respect the seat. Period. Okay. I don't respect. I don't and I, and I don't respect. That's crazy. And I and I don't respect him. 
I didn't respect him. I don't really expect. I didn't expect him to do anything for for black people per se. Right. But he did a lot for homosexuality people. He did a lot. Of, he did a lot for that. He put laws in the books for them. You see he what I'm made saying? white people the minority, so they just take advantage so, of federal money. Yeah, like he did a lot of sneaky right. shit, bro. He did what presidents do. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But he ran on that black shit. He ran on that. He sold niggas whole, and niggas got tricked. You know what? It worked. It worked. That's it what I'm saying. Yes, what so, 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 it, so if we can start taking, if we can start taking, if if we can start taking. Politics. We need to. We need to have our own politics. We need to have our own party, or we need to all organize and see who's going to be beneficial to us. Yeah, Doctor Johnson said that the other day. Who? Doctor Umar. He was saying. Yeah, how, we need to know, see. Yeah. As black people, we so. What the hell did he say? I think it's worse. Like we married to the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. And they ain't never done nothing That's for us. That's what I'm saying. And when he said that, I, I I remember on that point of him, I remember that of growing up, like when I grew up, I mean, it was just my first essence of politics was we Democrats. Mm -hmm. And it was never, I never, until I got older, was like, well, why are we, you know, why are we Democrats? You know, like, funny enough, our parents are Republicans growing up. And see that, also, yeah. Then it was when Clinton was running and shit, I think. And so, you know, never got to ask that point, we're like, why are we, you know, why are we Democrats? And then as I got older and understood it more, I was like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Like, I've always, except for first Barack, first Obama president, I've always done a write-in for Farrakhan. You always said? God bless you, sir. Always. Every last, every last time, I've always done a write-in for Farrakhan, man. I always have. And so, I mean, yeah, could you imagine? I, I tell you what now, I straight up, I apply to be for the Islam and just like, I don't do one of these, I'm going all in. Fuck. Could, you, could you imagine Washington, D.C.? That would never happen, bro. If Farrakhan was president. The White House! Fun fact! Hold on, look. The White House! Fun fact! I'm going to post this video if I can find it this week. But that's what the Congress and the Senate said when D.C. in the 70s went to apply for statehood. We was a state for... However mm -hmm. long you can be before you gotta get ratified. 16 mm -hmm. days or some shit. We was a state. But Congress and Senate, and I forgot the dude's name, but some racist white motherfucker was like, we don't want DC to become a state because it'll become a black a Islam. It'll become a black, black Islam, Islam state. Uh, yeah, state. But and that's how that's, 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 that's exactly time. how we need to move because But you know who they partner who they my bad, but you know who they partners was at this time? Who the Bush's partner was? At this time, he was using that his little private militia overseas. Been lying to them, the Al Qaeda. Yeah. Them niggas was on the nigga payroll. Bruh. So they, they talking about them. fuck Islam, but whole time it's just that whole shit, man. I don't know. White people, they 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 got they know the history. Like they they make they scour the earth for the artifacts. Mm -hmm. They manipulate this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of too worried like, about the wrong shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We need our own. We need. We need our own. We need our own party. We need. We. We need our own party. And if we don't create our own party, we need to. We need to all get together and figure out who, which candidate has the best interest. I'm gonna back up just a little bit. To start right with the with the Wi-Fi connection, you gotta have conversations first. Absolutely. People need to know that other people are on the same page. Absolutely. And I feel like the more you talk, like I, I'm in a position where I work with all different types of people all day, every day, right? In an unassuming role, like I work, we work, I work in a dealership. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I run a service department, so people coming in. I tell you something, everybody cop break down. I work at Nissan dealership. Please but say you work at Nissan dealership. I work right next door to someone. It's in our auto group. Do you have a Nissan? Yes. We'll talk later. Yes. But it's like we we get we get distracted by all this life shit, and you really get to talking to people. It's like, dang, you know what? We all have similar needs. We all want to do similar things in life. Hey man, maybe you want to sit down and have this conversation with me. Maybe we can work this out. I'm fucking, I'm excited. We excited. All right, two more people excited. All right, let's start something. Sign this shit. And it, but it all starts with the, like just we come on, we come down off our little self-inflicted pedestals, right? And then really realize, like, hey brother, you can help me. I can help you. And me. We can help these people over here. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. Get, but I think that that overarching sense of community that shit is missing right now. We know yeah, that's what this is. That's what this is for. This is this is that. This is that connection. It's a good. This is a good step for yeah, sure. This is that. This is that. That separation, like, and it's work. Like that's this is that, like I always yeah. say. That's how you know who people are when you work with them. When you right. work with somebody, that's how you find out who they are. Are they gonna be willing to work? You know what I'm saying? Are they gonna be dependable? Are they and that's where lies. You lose, you lose respect for people too when you see people work at it. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? It's like, Absolutely. You might be cool with somebody. And that's why I'm a firm believer. If you fuck with somebody, you love somebody, whether it's friend, girlfriend, whatever, best friend, brother, cousin, if you see the fence, see how they move, and you know how you are, and you feel like that's going to cause a rift in your relationship, you don't cut them off. You just don't deal with them in that capacity. Because you might got family or friends or somebody that you fuck with that, like, just. The work ethic ain't dead, and it might be hard for you to respect Yo, them, I had to but cut. at the same time, you don't want to cut them off as like family because you love them, but you just got to say, look, I can't fuck with you with certain shit because you don't move. Yeah, you like your saying? sense of urgency ain't my sense of urgency. And it's yeah. crazy, like, I'm at, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of at that point with my pops. Word? Yeah, to where, like, my pops make a lot of excuses, man, like real talk. That shit uh, sucks. Big time. That shit sucks. Like, big time. I follow the same way. Um, he make a lot of excuses. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm my pop's only son, so it's like, I'll, I'll be wanting to be like, you know, like, hey man, keep keep it together. You know, even if it's just a little piece or whatever. But then my part is like, man, I'm giving energy. Right. Like, exactly. I'm giving energy to this. Right. And it's just like. And I'm not getting, it's I not getting nothing back. Yeah. So, and that's. And it's kind of like when you have a battery that, you know, if, if I'm letting him drain energy from me on this side, then that takes away from energy that I can put into this. Absolutely. And it's just kind of like I'm at that, that point where it's like, you know what, man, look, all this energy that I'm putting in, and you making excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. That shit is sickening. Yeah, that shit is just. That shit is sick. That shit is crazy. I had that conversation with my sister over the Yeah, that shit is sick. I'm going through the same thing with my phone. Like, Bro, I'm sick of, I, like, I don't got time for that shit. Yeah. Like, period. I just don't have time. And, and especially for me, like, I just be on the point, and it's not on the point, like, why I'm really needing my father. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just want him to be like, hey, come check a look at what I got going on. That's you it. know what I'm saying? Like, let me let me show you. Because like, part of the shit is, the, like, of what I got going on is some of the upbringing from you. You know what I'm so saying? Like, it's a good situation. Make you proud type yeah. Shit. Like, yeah, come up, I yeah. want you to come around and be proud. Like, nah, so you might not, but like you said, remember what you said? Like, some people that can't appreciate that shit. Yeah, you and know? so that'd be my thing. But, I mean, that shit make them feel the way. 
Yeah. I saw that shit at my daughter's basketball practice. Like, kids just want their parents to be proud of them. Yeah. This little boy was missing like shit in the layup line. Like, this nigga was missing. After <laughs> practice, he was missing, still missing. But he stayed type shit, like, just to keep shooting this shit. And I was looking at him because he kept shooting the ball close to where he was at. So I just want, ain't want to get hit with the ball. The nigga made it jump one time. You know, ma, 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 ma. I screamed at his mother. She rapping and shit. He's like, ma, 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 look, ma, ma, I made it, ma. He ran over there, didn't want to lose the ball, went, grabbed the ball, ran back to his mother, like, ma, look, I'm gonna do it again, made it. Nigga missing like shit. He went over there and made another one. I was like, oh, I did some shit, but you know. <laughs> but he just wanted his mother to see it type yeah. shit. Like, like kids want their parents to be proud. I'm like, you got kids, that shit. You be thinking everything else important, but for real, for real, like, you just gotta make sure you do your part and like make let your kids feel that you see that's, them and know that's like that's ain't gotta be rich like people be saying it's irresponsible or not. Well, I hate people who have kids who are broke. Like first of all, you don't know how life is gonna hit. The industry you in, you in might go bankrupt or go down. And that's the like, but you still make, have to be. Or you in might parents. get sick. Yes, you might get into act anything that happens. Yeah, man. That's what and and that's it right there. You just said, yo, the your responsibility. It's love. Make your kids feel love, bro, so they can show that love to other people. That's it. And that's that's so real. Cause there's only two real emotions: love and fear. That's it. Mm. You know. So you gonna you gonna make your kids love and grow and understand and receive know how to receive and, love and, and how to see the earth. Right. Or your kids are gonna be detracted absolutely from themselves and from society. Absolutely. They're gonna take away and it teach value because. Once they start to get to a point where they can receive love, like you said, and give out love, they I understand. Value yourself because yes. you don't just pose to give people rewards or your body, right? Because you feel like they did something that made you feel right. good, like, bro. I feel like one thing I seen with a lot of adult women, and this is like the one of the things that made me chill out. That's why. Hold women. up, before you go there, that's why they giving out pussy for two hundred dollar dates. It don't even cost that much. I thought it was like $40. Yeah, I thought it was like $40. I know, I know it though. That's why I pushed it. Not that I'm buying $40 books. I said, I'm going to put the slavery out there. It's like, it's like women, women, man. We waste a lot of time as men trying to figure that shit out, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. We, we waste too much time as men trying to figure women out. But you, it's not even about figuring out, it's just about understanding, like, I'm going to keep it, like, we're going to full disclose. We're talking about 10 years, right, end of a decade. In the beginning of this decade, I think we all was on some bullshit, right? Dog-ass niggas. Now, I think it's safe to say that in 2010, 11, or 12, if you was to give me some pussy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just gave me some pussy. That's just what happened. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it just happened. Now, if you feel like, as a woman, oh, we felt the connection, or, you know, you was cool to me, or you did this for me, like, dog, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I heard women done told me, like, I gave you pussy because of this. They ain't never really was nothing physical. It's just because, oh, you was nice, you respectful, you this and that. It's like, dog, you don't reward nobody for being polite to me. I'm taking the pussy, fuck that. Ain't no pussy. I'm still taking it. I'm still taking it. But at the same time, it's like, shorty, like, I can't even fuck with you no more because it feel like manipulation. So, so, so you giving me pussy because you think like I get it, but you supposed to be okay, treated like this. Okay, so what? So what is a woman supposed to give you some pussy for? For when she want to do it, right? For her this is what she want. Yeah, don't have no reason. Don't be right. that, like just you want to fuck but don't do it because like don't don't say no shit like you held the door for me. So like oh you did this or I never had a man move me on the inside. That's like listen, that's a part. I'm definitely gonna take that you giving me. But, bitch, don't you ever but, say but, that but, but, but that's a part of control, bro. Like, that's a part of, 
them wanting to control. Like that's well, going back to the earlier point, that would, do you like the way that feels? What? When you got control over a woman with your dick. Nah, nah, fuck no. Nah, uh, nah. Maybe I'm a terrorist, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't think I don't like what you mean. It feel good while y'all having sex in the bed, but when you get back to doing real life, that's and she get the, and she get the text and you yeah. and calling you and you get the scene like she I like. I want to take that over the out of context of that moment because it's too broad. Yeah. Anything you do, it, that's what I'm saying. That women, women, women make the shit go, bro. They, they make, they can get in places where, like I told Casey, they can get in places where we can't. Can't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Be, 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 they, they control but, but no, I got to put it on the the reason why I say that because as a man, you should have enough self-control to where a woman can't control you like that. You know the what I'm right woman. There, there are certain there are certain ways that a woman can't control you. There are certain ways. Sexually, yes, a woman can control you sexually. Um, and no, no, who? I'm about to no, 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 no. I agree with what you're saying, but to a certain extent, the right woman can control any man. I'm not saying control you for sex or anything. Right. A white yeah, woman, that. <laughs> Crystal, nigga, yeah. change your whole shit up. Uh -huh. That's control, my nigga. That's ultimate control. She made she made you a better person. That's a, a man can a man can only get that from a woman. Right? But it ain't control. It's not control with it. So like she coming to it with like, I know I can change your life and fuck your life up, but when my I, power is only I'm not saying, it. control is control, whether it's good intent or bad intent, it's still the same control. thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? There, oh, she can control, like, it's always, it's certain, like, it's certain aspects of my emotions that my wife can control, right? So take, for instance, on the point of, of me wanting to change, like, that's a, that's a point of control that my wife has over my emotions because I know... I'm changing because I don't want to hurt my wife. So she has she has control over my certain emotions. Now there's certain actions that I have that my wife has no control over because it's like I can make these actions without thinking about my wife. Mm. So that's no. why it's certain things that they have control over that don't. Well, have I'm not saying that you don't have control over the things you do. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I'm talking about overall in the in the in the in the grand scheme of things, women. Uh, that's I, that's that's why I, I don't believe. I'm not, I, because I can't always say it's women. I, you can't always say it's women. I think it's the, it's the it's the thing that you love the most. It's the thing that controls you the most. Like, say for instance, you might have a man that that is just intent on I just want to be the best father for my kids. Mm -hmm. And so realistically, his kids is what controls him. Now, it controls he how he any mother, she can control certain uh, situations. Because she'll manipulate the kids, and like, well, I'm not talking about. I'm not. I, I think y'all missing what I'm saying. I'm not talking about all women can control all men. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because a weak woman can't control me, or a woman that's not, yeah, that don't have her antennas up. She can't. I don't give a fuck how much pussy. I, that shit don't mean nothing. A certain woman can control me though. You see what I'm saying? Because of who she is, and I respect her. Who she, of of who she is. You find that percentage changing with age. Like, I feel like at some point in my life, I was a straight son, straight up. Like, bitch, I want to fall around with you, like the pussy. Not so many years after. Jesus, you crying on that phone, man. Foot on, like when you fry, I'm gonna keep it real. When you 13, 14, figure this shit out. Your little shit hurt. That's a fact. You, I ran through that. That's Fuck a fact. Nigga, I'm, I'm a bitch. Teach me how to eat pussy. Let me cry over later. 
you know, listen, I know that I have a conversation. Hey, and I get it. Oh, I, I'm yeah. about to say, we coming to that. I was about to say, yo, this shit right here not about to be free no more. Yeah, I get it, and, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like on the point of like, I mean, when you, when we, I think if we sat down and start talking about real conversations, then instead of getting $10 million in five years, we'll get $100 million over the course of 15 years. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's happening right now. Like right now, everybody's cool with getting that $10, $20 million over the course of five year run. And you can say, I ran it up. You know what I'm saying? $20 million is pretty good. You know, if you run it up for five years, that's a pretty good run. But if you sit down and you really do the right thing as black, and when I say like, do the right thing, I think as, as black folk, I mean like stop selling ourselves short. You know what I'm saying? I, I wrote, hey, I passed by the Tyler Perry studio when I was home last week. That shit heavy. Oh shit. That shit heavy. It's heavy over here. Nigga. I know it's heavy. Bruh, um, what he about to do for that area, man, that, that shit's just gonna, that, that whole area finna change, man. That shit heavy. That whole area, man. But he gets it. So, like, I don't know though. Nah, man, from the conversations I'm hearing, from the conversations I'm hearing, um, is that a lot of stuff that you want to see mm -hmm. from black folk, he gonna give it to you. Word? Yeah. Okay. Well, but from what I'm hearing is a lot of stuff that you want to see from All right, black folk. Alright, we'll be down there this yeah, year. Yeah, from what, I'm, from what I'm hearing, because think about this, we'll like, you have to understand, like, again, <clears throat> I don't want to see him put on that dress shit. Well, no, he can always put that on, man. Yeah, I can't. I, well, I can't. Well, but the reason, I, but the reason why I can say this now. All right. So as a businessman, all right. Jordan knows Jordan Eleven sells. Mm -hmm. I gotta sell a million of these so I can put out the uh, so I can put out the animal prints. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So overall, I gotta sell my main product mm -hmm. so that I can give you a chance to come in and do your movie. You know? That's a perfect analogy. You know, but, that, that, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, when you think of it from that aspect, that's just like, like, because what you have to look at it from is, you have to say, hey, I get what you're doing. I'm not putting on no dress, but if you give me an opportunity, I'm not going to shit on you for you doing this to make sure that I can get over here and do my thing. As long as you get over, as long as you let me get over here, do my thing, and you don't bother it, and then we good. But I'm saying, bro, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, just like, perfect example, Madam C.J. Walker, right? Mm-hmm. She, she the first black woman that touched a million, right? Yeah. What was she selling? Straight. Hair straight. Right. To look like white people. Mm -hmm. Who that? Madam C.J. Walker? Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, was that a detriment to the... Because women still suffer from that shit today. But now, but this is the other part, though. Now, if Madam C.J. Walker was selling hair crack, right? If she was selling hair crack. But if you came across and said, you know, Madam C.J. Walker, I got a young couple of young ladies over here that ain't really down with the hair crack. And she said, that's cool. I'm going to sell this hair crack for a million dollars, right? I'm going to continue to sell We're going to make a million dollars so I can give you a quarter million dollars so that you can deal with the people that ain't with the hair crack, then you gotta got to go with that. But you still serving destruction. No, you're not, you're not serving destruction. Because think about this again. Now this one, point made, point, uh, point be made. I, 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 we I, have I, to get I, to I, the I, point I, I, where, we have to get to the point where it's like, hey man. Just sell it to the niggas. Just sell it to the no, niggas. No, not just sell it to the niggas. <laughs> it's going to be some people that's going to buy stuff that you're not going to want to buy. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so make a market for the niggas. Here. 
niggas you want to keep buying this shit here. And so but that's how it goes to the top of everything. Okay. Top of everything. If you want to put on dresses for the niggas to buy that shit on the Chitlin circuit, cool. That's because cool. you going if you saying like if you saying like hey every every ten, every ticket that ticket sells over there, I'm gonna give you ten percent. Do your thing over here. Hey man, you better goddamn push them. You better be on Easy that shit. plays like that though. Yeah, that's that's the that's the conversation that you're hearing. But I don't want to burn my place like that. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to do something that degrades me and then it's not degrading you. What you mean? That you. He's all, you only thing, that guy. No, the only thing he is is financing you. Yeah, what I'm saying is I wouldn't want to be Tyler Perry. I wouldn't want to have to. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you wouldn't want to be him as yeah, a person. I wouldn't want to. But be if he's that. breaking the bag open for you, you right there. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to yeah. be that. Person. I think we gotta take the blueprint because that nigga put that shit in the land, that shit boom in Hollywood, still Hollywood, but like we gotta look at this shit like as far as like improvement for us as people. To me, it's we all on the ground level. So like how y'all was saying earlier in the conversation, we hear every day, we see who's going on, we see what's going on for um, One thing DC has to do, and that this is the biggest thing, the biggest day um, for black people. DC has to create an industry. Has to create the black people. Has to create an industry. It's great to have a bunch of small businesses and this and that and this and that, right? But and to cycle our money through the small businesses. But they're outside of the government. Outside of the government, like DC has like no industry. No, you see, government. It's government. It's government. It's, so as a black person, if you can't get in with the government, then you got to get with the scraps. So we black people need an industry. Um, I'm not a big person on STEM. Or anything like that, but with what with an industry is actually being created, a tech industry with Amazon is going to actually yes. be created here. Yes. I mean, when the last time you like been out a little bit past Tyson's? I think they call that shit like a Green Buy or Greensboro or something like that. Never. So it's it's all tech. Oh, it's all yeah. tech. Uh-huh. It's all tech. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like Capital One. They have yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, okay, yeah. It's like accounting firm. Like you going out with others. Uh-huh. Non script, exactly. They're building a train out there because mm-hmm. they're they're gonna. That's a tech corridor. Mm-hmm. Now, about talk about a decade, about ten years ago, the, the governor of Virginia and some other private industries signed like a, a, a they call it like an infusion grant or something like that. So it's public and private money together coming together mm-hmm. so to develop tech. So tech can in turn provide solutions for the government and other shit. Yeah. That's all happening. We're in the tech yeah. industry, so I feel you on that. Like, and so and that's the point. And it's going and nowadays it's going two ways now because it, it used to be tech in this area, tech was being created for the government. Right. Now what you got Amazon coming in and stuff like that. Now you have tech that's gonna be be created for the private sector that a lot of Just companies oh yeah, a lot of companies that if you are a small business and you are you should be trying to Go and figure out how to work with Amazon. Mm. Going to some of their going to some of their seminars to figure out their technology that you can implement into your That's business. So key. Those yeah. are the new those are the new mm. things that we have that, that we have that black people gotta do. A industry, I say it all the time, in and for for it to really work in DC. For it to really work in DC, an industry has to be created outside of the government. Because eventually at some point in time, you're gonna have some people that's gonna come across and say, like, break this shit up. Send the FBI to Texas. I think they're working on it now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna say like break this shit up, like break it up. Yeah. Because overall, when you have white people, it's gonna say I don't want to work for the government. Like I don't want to. I don't want to move in DC, and I don't want to have to work for the government. Right. And you're gonna have other firms that are gonna come in and say, well, okay, 
I gotta be a, I gotta, I gotta need some government regulations or whatever, so I gotta have some type of firm here, and it looks better if I start to move in bigger companies. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when those companies, when, it, when DC starts to build up, or when they come and say, I wanna be closer to Amazon because I wanna sell my product, so Mattel comes and opens up and moves 150 people here. Right. You gotta be able to understand how to deal with that. Um, when Apple decides, I wanna do this here, um, because it's coming, this area is coming. There's a lot of places, like you said, like um, when you start looking at Virginia, the land, the, 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 I hope for, I hope that um, the Redskins do move back into DC. Um, they need to. But the biggest part of the, the hope for that is because if you tear down Redskins Park and what then I'm hoping that they do, Largo, the Largo area, Largo, Suitland, Capitol Heights, that area right there can be massive. I, 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 so I'm a, I like, I'm a plant, I, I went to school for urban planting, uh -huh. and I look at Prince George's County, and all I see is unrealized potential. Yes! All yes! Unrealized potential. Unrealized potential. Like, you know, you There's so much land out there. So you look at the numbers, right? Majority African-American communities in the country, right? So first of all, you gotta understand, like, we live in a bubble over here. We're the, we're some of the best educated, highest earning, most affluent, the best speakers, talkers, whatever you want to put it, African people of color in the whole world, right, in this area, right? But we have all these pockets of just consistent bias. We don't even look at the, at, the, at the possibilities in this area, what we could and what we should be doing with the resources, man. Like, imagine we started our own kind of tech firms or a hub, right, in that Largo area, right? That's what you avoid. Are we talking about DC? No, we're talking about Largo. But the, but it's like, the reason why I said that is, if you look so overall, you know, they're building a new hospital over there, right? Which I'm, I broke pilot about it the other day, and I was like, it's kind of small. But then I thought about the population. It's like, okay, that, that sounds about right. But just the land around FedEx Field, mm -hmm. right? And if you implode FedEx Field and tear it down mm -hmm. and stuff like that, um, uh, shit, if Apple, or if you, you would hope that Apple says, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing Amazon did. And you can literally just roll out the red carpet and say, "This is for you. This is for you. Right. This, this is for you." We you can battle. You can foot. battle Amazon. Yeah. And, and the thing yeah. about that is, at that point in time, again, you're you're now feeding from Bowie. You're now feeding from you know that area there where you have a lot of black kids that are going to feed, can get into those programs quickly, mm -hmm. and and they can be because a lot of that Amazon money is going to go to the Fairfax school systems. Gonna go to the uh, Alexandria County, uh, Alexandria County school system. All all those school systems is gonna go to, and it's gonna boost those up. Teachers are gonna get raises. Charter schools are gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And so, where does that trickle down to everywhere else? Does that make it over to DC? I doubt it. Maybe a little bit, but not much. Um, it definitely ain't gonna make it to Maryland because that's that's still too far. So I mean, at one point, do do does Maryland? I, I've I've been saying this too. Maryland and DC has to create. They're they're going to fall behind Virginia. They're going. Excuse me. They're going to fall. Yeah, they are. Going, they're going to fall behind Virginia with Amazon coming and what they're going to be able to do. Maryland is falling behind. We there is really nothing but you know. You know why? Because yo, the co like they shipping up for real. They shipping all the bullshit out of Maryland. Y'all know what the city is doing? And I didn't know about this shit until like, so you gotta meet people and talk to people because you never know who the fuck you're talking to. 
Washington, D.C., Mayor Bowser, the whole establishment, the crew, they are painting. Is it the crew? The crew. They are the crew. This whole affordable housing shit is ridiculous. So, we we're going to ignore the little rollout they had this week about a thousand affordable units coming to this area of five and four hundred seventy five coming to this. Fuck and this. They saying all these units are gonna be coming to DC by twenty twenty five. We're gonna ignore that because we have an oversaturation of rentals, but you're building separate affordable units for people to come in and exactly. live in. We already the the picture's but, better than that. But this is what they was what the city is doing. And this is why I keep telling them gonna go broke and I ain't saying nothing else on camera because my man like my man say you gotta pay for that shit. Pay for, no, hold, hold up, emphasize that. Because 2020, we not gotta pay for this shit. shit. We've been looking out for a lot of people, man. You know Real what I'm saying? Shit. Look, listen, we gotta make a living. But the city is they have these little budget meetings about where does the money go? What's what's the product for the money? And they have these broad terms they use for where the money goes. So uh safety and accessibility and education, all this other bullshit. Dog, they are paying Maryland to house displaced residents. Mm -hmm. They're paying for these residents to stay in hotels. It's a whole lot of DC residents that live over there by FedEx Field. That's a fact. That the city is paying for them to stay over there. So this whole like affordable housing thing, it's a roost. It's like we just waiting for this shit to blow over because we know where we want to put the ones that we let in. Right. What niggas have to focus on now is number one, redefine it. We gotta get in the policy. Redefine what affordable housing okay. is. And make it more clear and transparent that when people talk about median income for the area, they're talking about the Virginia, DC metropolitan area, which includes Virginia, which has two of the top 10 richest counties in America, PG County, which has, Maryland, which has the richest black county in America. So you include all of that into DC. Now, if you do do DC, you got people who make money here too, but that's how they get us with the legislation, with the terminology, and with we want to put this here, like if you make less than this, affordable housing these terms. Affordable housing is not affordable. But you got to be making more than $38,000 to qualify for affordable housing. The but only way you can make less is if you have a bunch of kids. But even on this, all right, so a couple of things. As one, as a mayor, how can you, one, give tax incentives to someone that builds apartments and housing that your residents can't afford? Mm. That's number one. Mm. Number one. That's mm. number one. Get their ass, miss. Number one. Number two is let's not talk about that you have affordable housing you have people that qualify for the vouchers right so i went to this was last year actually um they had this exhibit called evicted at the national building museum now little do you know that dc has over thirty thousand people on the waiting list to receive vouchers so that's another thirty thousand people that aren't even budgeted for that can't even receive vouchers they're either going to um, receive funding from nonprofits and things like that to pay their bills. 30,000 people, that's, that's bigger than some small cities. You know what I'm saying? We're talking 30,000 people that are on the waiting list that hope that they get a voucher. So if you got 30,000 people on the list now, that means another thousand comes on next year. That wipes out that thousand that you just opened. Okay? And then the thousand that you just opened are going to be recycled because the people that are in maybe dilapidated housing are going to be the first ones that are going to line up to go over to those houses. So you're not going to get anybody new off the street. Nope. Mm -hmm. So at what point do we, as a mayor, or, and this not, this not just happening in D.C., this happening in a lot of cities. I, I, I get it when you say 
um, I'm trying to sell a house. Okay, at that point in time, I get it. You can't, you can't not control, you know, how much somebody's willing to buy. If Jake has a house and I want to buy it for, if he says, hey, I, I want to get up, I want to get up. You give me ten million dollars. Okay, that's controllable. You know, that's that's that. But when it comes down to rent and understanding that the people in your city need a place to stay, and you got people that are coming in and building places, they're building boxes and they're trying to, you know, 400 square foot boxes, and they're charging an absorbent amount of rent that you know that even people that work up on Capitol Hill can't even afford. Mm. My neighbors used to work on the hill. One of them was a, was a freelance web, web designer and the other one worked on the hill. These white boys just made a bank. They was four to a house. Then they yeah. moved out and moved to Merlin because it was too expensive. Because even when they come to town, they don't get these new apartments. They go and get a rooming house. Yeah. They go and get a house where there's four of them staying, all four of us moving. Hey, what's up? I'm, I'm Mincy. So who the fuck is living in these places? Nobody. The government like workers, the 8% the, the of government workers that are making enough to afford. And I ain't talking about D, like D.C. government. I'm talking about federal government workers, people that work in here that are making money, not the the people that are not making money, but it's not a lot of percentage. You know how much of a house you can buy for twenty five hundred dollars in rent? I know. That's like a four hundred and twenty thousand dollar house. Leave this area. Yeah, that's that's a four that's four hundred and twenty thousand dollars period. Mm -hmm. For twenty five hundred dollars. Anywhere you go, the number adds up. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you go, that's 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 four ten. Four twenty. Anywhere you go. So and you got again. I get it. I understand the, uh, the people was like, well, why don't they just buy a house? I get it. Yeah, if you buy a $420,000 house, you need about $30,000, $40,000 down payment. And that's hard to save up and pay rent in this area. So I get why people aren't buying houses like that. But to say that, damn, I'm going to charge you two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000, and you know that half of the people, but not even half, more than half of the people in this area, more than half of the people in the, the, the United States and what can't getting, afford that? And what are you getting in return? At this Nothing. You're getting, it's less convenient to live here because the traffic is 10 times worse because you got people commuting to do Uber and Lyft oh. and Via, and so the traffic is 10 times worse. The schools are shit. shit. We, our schools are worse than the poorest state in the whole fucking country, Mississippi. We got worse schools in Mississippi, but we had the highest Shit. paid staff in the fucking country. Shit. And that's why I lose respect Shit. and for the whole administration is with the kids part. Like, you're a principal, you're a dean, you're a social worker, a fucking teacher, whatever the fuck you are, right? DCPS, I'm gonna break it down. A lot of y'all might be offended because y'all teachers, but I don't give a fuck. Like, we, right. we keeping it real. I got Hold up. I'm a part of this. Hold up. Before you say that, before you say that, before you say offense, we don't give a fuck about offending nobody. Yeah, we really don't give a fuck, but that's just because, you know, we have to figure that part out. Yeah. But this is what we have in DC public schools. We have young professionals coming here, 20, 20, 22, 23 years old, hopping into I'm just going to speak from where I was at DC public school system. So you 23, 22, 22, 23, 24 years old, 25, you can't make you young, you start off about like $60,000, right? You're looking at it more DC's talking about a 60? Yeah, it's like around 60. How do I get worse, man? It gets better, it gets better. Yeah. So you start off with like 60, right? So when you're in school, you also have some teachers that come in between 25 and 32, right? Mostly women. You try life, you did what you wanted to do, but it's not working out right, you know what I'm saying? And after you he, he went back to his baby mother, like, you say, look, I'll, wow, I'll, I'll be a teacher. Nah, this is real life shit. Wow, I'll be a Jay. teacher, wow. right? I'll teach. Wow. How much do teachers make? They start off at 60. Oh, shit, this nigga I was fucking told me, shit, you get this and this, you get a dual certification, nigga, I start you off at this. Boom, you start teaching this, or you make more money in STEM, so, girl, if you do math or you do science, you can make more money. Check the money. So they go to that 65, 70, 70,000 dollars starting up, right? 
You can do a sit-in if they got this impact shit. You can get a payout, $2,000, $2,000 payout as a bonus. It becomes incentivized employment at a wow. fucking school, wow. right? Now, we keep going. You start at 23 years old. Five years later, you really deep in the sentence. You coaching. You started a fucking club. You fucking part of the union now and shit, you know what I'm saying? You done got that payout twice. You sitting good. Now, your, your pay done went from sixty dollars to $88,000. So you're making $88,000 in D.C. at around 28 years old. You're really looking good. You fast forward to 32, you're making 100 plus. Matter of fact, 30, you're making 100 plus. You got teachers in DCPS who are not even 35 years old. It's not about the age thing, but it's just like to put it in perspective. Some teachers, it took them 12, 15, 20 years to get to that. Y'all making this money in a short period of time. So what do these teachers do? They stay at a, they go to a Title I school, go to Southeast, Northeast, charter school sometimes, you're there for about two, three years. You transfer up to the good schools. You go to a middle school or uh, elementary school up in Northwest, where it's a little bit more manageable. You feel what I'm saying? Because let's be real, a lot of these teachers coming in, they're women. Like, most of them are white women, but they're women. They come in, they're making that money, and then it's no longer about education. It's about career steps, money, like, I'm trying to make as much money as Yeah, because they done bought the house in Northwest, they gotta keep. And that's where, that's where the shit gets funky because they get to that, they get, they come here and like you said, they get in the rental. You got a roommate. You making $8,000 with a roommate, so you looking good. So when you make that step, that life change, now you gotta live like the niggas that's been here. You fucked up, and you don't know how to handle it. So a lot of people are leaving. Some people are staying, but a lot of people are leaving. And the rest of that shit, like my man say, we're gonna make y'all pay for it. We're not giving it to y'all for free. But y'all gotta pay attention. Like, education, urban education is one of the urban education, pharmaceuticals, and insurance are three of the biggest fucking businesses in this country. Mm. Like, every year, billions goes into urban education. And every year, we see urban schools that are fucked up. No improvement at all. That's because these people see where the money is, they go, they get the money, and they leave. And that's on our dollar. Yeah, because with the, because they so in urban education when you see them come in, they so busy studying, and they go off and they take these studies and they get these they get these PhDs based off the studies of us, but they never come back and implement their studies. Nope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even know how to solve the solution because they're not they're not. No, they they studying and like I said, the implementation is the solution. If you go off, if I go off and I I do a study to get my dissertation right, mm -hmm. and say if I'm at Anacostia High School, right? And I do a study on the students at Anacostia and I get my dissertation, but then I take it off and I go and run to Gonzaga, then how am I able to implement what I just argued works at Anacostia? Because think about this, when, I, when you talk about, I did this study on the students at Anacostia, it works on the students at Anacostia. Nine times out of 10, it might not work on the students at Gonzaga because they're not dealing with the same issues, not dealing with the same things. So you have a lot of teachers that do that. They go, they get it, they get a PhD, and the first thing they do is they become a principal. They're not even in the point of, okay, I got the, I got this information and I got to, to I got this study and I got this research done by being involved with the students every day. So being able to implement it, I gotta be involved with the students every day. Once you become a principal, you're dealing with County, county or, 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 or personal administration stuff, you're dealing with attendance, all this other shit, you're dealing with uh, personnel, 
uh, facilities, it. all of this right here. You ain't, you can't implement anything. And but that, and that's our biggest thing. They got thing. you too busy. They got you too busy. That's what I. And so that's the, that's you. the thing. You you don't necessarily you lose all of that real quick. It's about like how people say, you oh, there for the check. Yeah, it's about like how people say like, oh, Tip can't rap about drugs no more. Yeah, because he not selling drugs. Yeah. You're not, you can't help kids the way, same way you were helping them when you were trying to get your PhD and you were doing the research because you're not in the classroom no more. No. They're not coming up to you and saying, Mr. Missy, this right here, what's happening, this and that, this and that. Can you help me figure this out? Because now you got to the point where you can't say like, hey, come by my office anytime because now when you come by my office between class, I'm walking out and like, hey, yeah, come on, let's walk and talk work. Yeah, I gotta handle this. Yeah, they got work. you buried now. Yeah, or, or I'm not, I'm not in you the office today because to I gotta go down to Annapolis and do this and you that. Buried, and that. You buried with that check. You buried. What you know is this hot in it is when people who are who write the rules and who are on city council and who first of all everybody who watches this who's a DC resident y'all need to push for DC to have a school superintendent. Fuck that mayoral control shit. Yeah, that check shit. You already they see what you're doing. The city. Like my man said, y'all not getting no more. You gotta pay for that. But yeah, man. Help, hey, also, BSB, you said that, man. Hey, Mary Bowser, give Statesman School that land, man, and stop bullshit. Stop bullshit. Yeah, man. Because you, because you, you already. Uh, it's here in Southeast. Like I don't know the exact street, but they they fighting with the the uh, Mary Bowser over some land that they could use to get to. Get their school up and running. This the the second year that's a different building. Also, yes, yes. Also, all my southeast people that's watching this, not the, you know singling y'all, but y'all need to hear this. It's not the best. Listen, it's pros and cons to everything in life. But if y'all want to throw a monkey wrench in this little gentrification shit, y'all need to be applying for historic designation yep. in all the neighborhoods in the southeast. Yep. Because I'm trying to tell you. I ain't gonna tell you too much. Do your Googles and go to them ASC meetings. Hold up, hold up. You might, I might need to go. I might need to put that up, Jay. Go yeah, ahead. we gotta put that up. Let's say that again. Everybody in Southeast is pros and cons to everything. So do your Googles and understand what I just said. It's pros and cons to everything. But if you live in Southeast, fight for historic designation in your neighborhood. It's some historic ass houses and property. Before they come, they gonna tear it, tear it down, kick y'all out, and they gonna do it. Or if you got historic preservation, you cannot build any new, new development. Or what happened? Hold up. Tell them again, Jay. You cannot build any new development. You can't do it. Y'all get the fuck up. Or what happened is they'll come and they'll your house worth seven hundred thousand now, right? Once they'll come and they'll buy it from you from for a million, get the historic designation, and now the house worth one point five, one point seven. It's worth three. Yeah. What you know what I'm All that. Dumb motherfucker, come so up man, with the Texas and pay four million dollars for Get it, we gotta get it together, man. We before we go, man, because it's the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's the end of the decade. Oh, hey, man. Highlights and lowlights. Highlights of the decade, man. Hold, hold up, how we doing? What's, what's your highlights of the decade? Individually? Yeah, man. Let's start off. Let's go collective. So, so we talking about ten years, man. We a whole decade just ended. Decade. Ten years. Uh, you gonna go first? Go ahead. Man, ten years ago, um, over the course of these ten years, man, it's been yeah, picture. From uh, it started off good, and then I hit that valley, that 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 you know, shit, nigga was treading water in the, in the river, man, in the mountain river. What fucked you up? Uh, what fucked me up, man? I think I kind of got beside myself. I mean, because like around about this time, you know. I, I was doing pretty good, man. I had a nice, cushy job. I had a nice office with a view on Peachtree next to Linux. I was 
I had my girl. I had my wife. Oh, oh, Chris was there. Yeah. Well, no, she was still living here. Oh, okay. she was still living here, but we was, we was, we had just got together. So overall, oh, she, so, oh, she was there. Yeah, she, she rolled it up. up. Yeah, she rolled it up. Because when I had, when I met, when I met her, like I said, all of this. When I'm telling you what I'm, when I'm telling you happened, all of this happened within the first six, seven months. Wow. I met That's my wife. Shit. I met my wife like November. She, I met her, and then like round about. Um, no, I say about maybe a year after. Yeah. Everything fell apart, and so you know she wrote, she rolled out. You know she she was like, hey man, I'm here, this and that. Uh, I would I wasn't even the best person at that time, mm -hmm. but she still was like, I'm gonna fuck with you. I'm gonna fuck with you. That's the you know, so I'm gonna fuck with real you. shit, bro. And so and, you know went through that right there, and um, like I said, from August to December, I was like, I have no, I have no money coming in, no job. I lost my car, so it wasn't no Uber type shit. Niggas wasn't really driving for Uber like that's that any time. Yeah, that's a fact. This is 09. I'm in 2010. And so, um, so I was just online. There was like a job fair for like Vision Works, the uh -huh. eyeglass spot. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm just going to go in here. Put an application. Yeah, I'm going to put an application. Like, <laughs> shit, what's the worst thing can happen? I need to get some money. That's a fact. And so the funny part, like I said, mind you, like I lost, I didn't have my car. So I started off like Stonecrest. Which is in Lithonia, and where I was staying, I could catch like two buses, and it'll put me right there. Mm -hmm. Great setup, boom. But the only part about it is like it's like it's cold outside. That's I gotta wait in the back of you know the, the mall for the bus to come late at night, and hope I don't miss that bitch. Again, hope I don't miss it because if I do, I'm waiting. I had another thirty minutes, it's and it's cold. Be, it's gonna be a problem. So right before Christmas, the nigga was like, "Hey, we gonna switch you stories." We send you out to Mall of Georgia. Dang. Where? Mall of Georgia is 30 minutes away from me. Ain't no train. No, ain't no, no bus. You gotta no get money. out there. I gotta get out there. I gotta get out there. So during this time, right, my wife had moved back to, because you know, our family from Douglasville, so she had moved back yeah. um, to Atlanta, was helping her family with some stuff. Now, my wife works with the government, ain't done nothing else her whole life. Ain't no government stuff in Atlanta. Yeah. So both of us broke now. Wow. <laughs> we broke. Like, yeah, like we broke. We had food stamps. Yeah. I was staying at my um, the spot, and she was staying with her mom's. And I mean, it was on the point when I wanted to see my wife again. I had no car. I had to jump on the train, catch it to oh, the west real, side, catch real, it to the west side. That's real. Though. And either her you parents come pick one. No, nah, it's that's day. That's real. And her parents had to come pick me up, or she had to come pick me up. I go, we chill, we hang out. I mean, to the point, and I, I'll give you another story. So, in my mom's spot, like, as I moved in, it was winter time. By the summertime, air conditioning was out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was hot. hot. So, the funny part about it, so when I started getting a little bit of money when we wanted to hang out, yeah. nigga, we used to go to the city and get a hotel room. Yeah. Just chilling out the whole weekend. Y'all learned each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, halfway through it, you know, I have, you know, I was able to get my contract back going, so I'm back working, I'm back traveling. And then she was just like, I gotta figure something out. And I was just like, man, look, if you wanna go back to DC then let's go back. Let's do it. And so she looked and boom that happened and we here. But I mean like that that was the biggest part of my last ten years of like seeing like a woman like actually show like I didn't know I really love her. Like all the way through ten years. Like I can say like outside of sex. 
Yeah, outside of sex. Outside of sex. To the, and so, so even some of the other highlights, even at that point, like when I asked when I wanted to marry, my wife has never been an over the top person. She's not. You ain't really got to do a whole lot for her. Like I used to ask my wife, like, what can I do to impress you? And she would just look at me like, just be you type. Yeah, just be you type shit. And so she I liked you. Yeah, she liked she me. Really she you. really like. She did. And I, she, I, she even told me the point, like when she really said she liked. So. A bu- I got a, a bunch of a bunch of stories. One story was um, I was having a horrible day at work. We was doing budgeting or whatnot, and I was just like, fuck, pissed off. Yeah. And so I was I I just left work early. And I'm this is when I was still staying on Peachtree, and I was walking and I was going to my apartment. And I put my key in the door and I look, and she walking down the hallway. She still lived here. Wow. This was on like a Thursday. Wow. And so the funny part about it, we was talking about it with a, with a homegirl the other day, and she was like, you know, um, when she came into town, she had just surprised me. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to show up. And her homegirl was like, what if you go over there and somebody over there? Wow. Or whatnot. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, what if you would have came over here and somebody was over here? Yeah. Well, no one nobody going to be over here, but, you know, at that point, and so even at, at that point, that's when I really knew, like, this would have Yeah, this, this motherfucker loved me. Like, oh, that shit came through. right when you need it. Yeah, it did. It it did. Literally, it came because God knew, like, I'm, I'm gonna give you this right here because you about I'm about to take everything else. Yeah. And he literally took like every. He, Yo, that's that's a real story. Bro. Yeah, and he took he took everything, man. When I married my wife, like again, we were standing in my mom's spot. We was, she was getting food stamps. My mom had gave her a job at the law at her law firm. My my wife was. Um, uh, she was babysitting, and she had did some stuff. One of the ladies that she was babysitting helped her get like a little part-time job at a um, at a dance studio, mm-hmm. like being like a receptionist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that shit was like all the way on the other side of town, and we only had one car at that point in time, so we was going back and forth. And so even when we moved up here, like it was, we were still we started getting money, but it wasn't no situation where it was like yeah yeah. yeah. We we in there, right, we in there. Right, right, right. Um, so from t- from that to where we are now, yeah, man, that, I, yeah, all the way. That that's been the highlight of my full full ten years. I mean, from meeting my wife to cabin to we went to the courthouse and got married, and that shit was just amazing. All her girlfriends showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, business business ventures that we've attempted that failed. Business ventures that. We've got to that actually work, um, places we've traveled, things we've seen. I mean, that's that's the highlight. My wife is the highlight of my ten years. That's what's up, bro. That's gorgeous. I ain't gonna man. Like, Damn, your mama proud of shit, boy. I swear to God. The bullshit, son. I know, brother. You gotta show this to your mother, son. Your mother gonna be proud of you. Sit with y'all and just kind of see what's going on for a minute. But it's funny as shit. Like I'm going through some shit at home in this moment. Like you don't even know that I needed to. Same school, everything. I never knew my wife in college. 
And so when I saw them at homecoming, it's like a couple weeks later, and I was like, hey man, who y'all homegirl y'all was with at so-and-so? They were checking like, her chain. Yeah, like, <laughs> like and, I, and, I'm pulling, and, I'm, and I'm pulling up the Facebook like, this girl right here. Yeah, like, who is this? 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 Who is this right here? Who is this? And they was like, yeah, that's Crystal. She went to school with us. And I was like, what is school? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm back. I ain't yeah, scared. Yeah, that's my roommate. I'm I like, your roommate who? Look at that guy. Yeah, and so, and like I said, this is around about beginning of October is homecoming. I'm, I'm because they, it's my they, uh, homecoming was at the end of September, and my birthday was the following. So they came to like one of my birthday parties, and I was like, "Hey, who this? Yeah, who this?" And so it all the way from there to like Thanksgiving, and so they was like, um, I started following her on Instagram. I mean, on Facebook. Sneaky nigga. And I saw that she was home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I started following her on Facebook. You don't break that girl's page. You know, yeah. break the page. You don't break yeah, the page. I had to ask them questions. I had to ask And so I found out she was going to be, I found out she was a town. Now, the whole week, the whole my, she would take the whole week, because I mean, Again, I was partying. Yeah. So I parked the whole week. You trying to find me. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm like patient. Hey, bring your girl through the whole Brandy, bring your girl through. I'm having something. I'm having something in the house on Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, we hitting the club. Hey, bring your girl. You already been there, so it's probably like, all right, bring, yeah, bring your girl through. So all week I'm hitting them. I'm like, hey man, bring your girl through. Yeah, don't forget, don't yeah, forget. Said my boy was getting married that Saturday, right? And so we had he had like a bachelor party, and I was like, Hey, I know y'all niggas coming to the club. I y'all always come clubbing with me. I know y'all come for come to the come to the bachelor party. Hey, bring your girl, bring your girl. And so that whole she was my wife would tell you, so she's like, That whole day, like she wasn't gonna come, and she was like, I ain't got nothing to wear, I ain't bring nothing to wear. And so they went out, she went and got something real simple. And they came out and it was like I stepped on the club, I stepped on the curb and looked at it and was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get that job. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Pull it's Miss Missy. Yeah. in a bubble vest. It's Miss Missy. Hey. Yeah. 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 No, 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 I know. I didn't know. Real talk. Real talk. I did not have the Miss Missy thought because again, I'm partying. Yeah. So at that point in time, I'm like, oh, we about to have fun. Like yeah. we we about to have it and, and I mean even all the way from when she came when because the following week I came up here to see her. Yeah. And even when she came for Christmas, it was still on the point like, oh we just about to have some fun. I ain't really nothing serious yeah. whatever. And so then from the turning yeah. into that to when that fun gets you. <laughs> you see because that fun? And, that, and that's the point. She, like, she, fun she was the point. She yeah. was the point. Like I said, at that point in time I was having a lot of fun yeah. and every time she was down with well, every bit of fun that I was having. But the fun stopped. No, it has no. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Oh, the fun with everybody else stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When everybody else has stopped, I think, I think that's when you know. Like when, mm -hmm. when, when, like when you can just block everybody out and y'all can just have a whole party alone, and that shit is just like the little shit. Oh no, I knew, I knew when she washed the dishes, man. That's when I knew. Wow. She, uh, man, that's toxic masculinity. Uh, no, no, you ever seen a no? I used to have parties at my house, yeah. right? And so again, I used to I, I would cook for my friends. I would sometimes I'd make breakfast. Mm -hmm. I'd always make some wings. And I made some wings and something else this night or whatever. And you know niggas, they party or whatever, they get the fuck on. Yeah. And I think she party and wash dishes. That's not right. I was just like, yeah, you different. Yeah, you different. Dude. And you still can you you party it. Like you like if I say, hey, we going, we hitting this Friday, you there. 
Yeah. Hey, we hit him here. Hey, where we at? Well, I mean, I got something to wear. Like, it was every time, like, every time I said, hey, we about to do this, like, I'm here. That was, All right. that was your ballpark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my nigga. All right. So, Jake, what's yours, man? Oh, in 2010, the beginning of the 2010, so previously before that, so I, I, I played football in high school. I wasn't the best nigga, but I was always a good athlete. So I had opportunities, but I only played one year in high school. So I really wanted to go to college and play football. That didn't work out. So I ended up going to UDC, graduating in 07, ended up going to UDC. Now that's another decade, but this is just the lead up. Ended up, man, 2010, I think 2008, I started playing semi-pro ball and shit. 2009 was like my first full season, like playing like as a starter and shit. And I started like really learning the game. So I started like saying, hey, look, you know, I'm starting to meet people and see how this shit work, how football work. I'm like, I could probably make it to the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get to the league by 24, 25. Mm-hmm. You got somebody to get drafted at 24, 25. So I'm like, okay. Before that, I even had that thought. I met a young woman in 2009, I want to say. 2010, my daughter was born, my first daughter. All right, shout out to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Buckets. So she was born 2010, March 4, 2010. Kobe Buckets. Yeah, Kobe. She, she thinks she's Steph Curry, but she okay. but she can't stand him though. I'm proud of her for that. But it's like, can she play? Yeah, she yeah. Play. She said, okay. when the first game we pulling up? Uh, it's in January, I think. Kobe okay. gonna be better than we when she's 12. I'm Case just gonna put it Church track meet is the Sunday. Sunday gonna be lit lit. Where's that? He PG? Yeah, he geeking. Okay, well, he I don't mean to cut the story off, but one thing about, and he focused now. He got that, he done tasted a little blood. Uh, like, right that saw, yeah. <laughs> got in and he saw himself up, he like, I'm gonna get back there. Yeah, he, so he ready this year, Jack. Yeah, Sunday is going down. Man, he, 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 gonna, he gonna do them niggas in. That's a fact. But, 22, my daughter was born. I thought I was gonna go play football, but that wasn't that. I'm gonna be honest with you. My mother, when I first told my mother uh, that I had a baby on the way, I was being recruited by Virginia State and Lincoln. I think the following year, Lincoln had got rid of their football program or some shit like that, but the year I got recruited, Virginia State and Lincoln, I was like, all right, well, you know, I got the opportunity to go play ball. Cause I wanted to go to South Carolina State at the high school, but they weren't going to give no scholarship. I ain't really had no tape for real. I played one year. And then one year I played, it was terrible. It was a bunch of shit. But she was like, well, if you really want to go play ball, go. That baby's going to be a baby. She didn't know you when she get back. Kobe's original due date was like February uh, something. No, it was March 4th, actually. But then the second due date they gave was like in February. And like, for people who don't know, you want to play football, you got to be enrolled. You know what I'm saying? Preferably before the spring semester, but by the spring semester. Because everything really started March. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to go to school if I'm going to play ball. My mother's like, well, go, that baby going to know you. She's not going to miss you. She a baby. But something in me just wasn't, I was just like, nah. Like, if I can get offers to play semi, like, college football, and that was just, I wasn't even in my best shape. I'm still getting high on the block and chilling with these niggas till 2 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was working out every other day. Like, if I apply myself, I could probably do better the next year. Dog, Kobe was born, and I was... I don't want to say I was like, fuck football, but like, slowly my interest went from like, I went from working out twice a day to twice a day, six days a week to, man, fuck that shit. I'm about to chill with this baby. You know what I'm saying? And like, I grew, you know, me and her moms had her ups and downs, but I really attribute that to growing 
just grown. We was kids. Like she was sixteen. I was what eighteen when she was when she Kobe was born. Nineteen. We was fucking teenagers for real. You know what I'm saying? So we grew up in the process. But throughout, you know, her being born and then me maturing, I really realized like when she when I had to be a full time like a full time full fledged father, she probably like three, 2013. Like that's when that shit really hit me. It's like I started to have a deeper respect for my parents. Mm. Because it's like y'all raised eight of us. I'm raising I'm trying to raise one. And this shit hard as shit. This shit hard. But my daughter helped me really get in tune with who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you get older, we won't be keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Like you go through adolescence, you wanna adapt and you know, excuse me, you wanna be able to identify with what your peers identify with. You wanna be cool type mm -hmm. shit. But when you actually become cool, when people actually start fucking with you, that shit clouds your head. You ain't thinking straight. Like it's just, I'm missing, I'm not. You're arrogant. It's like what you said, man, she need to get humble. So I got humbled in a bunch of ways. And we ain't finna do that today because of time constraints, but that can be another this episode. Way. This one way. This humble and Jake. But this one way. through the 10 years, 2013, keep going. Kobe growing beautifully, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm still playing football, but it's still like my focus is being a dad. You know what I'm saying? And in that time period, I was working uh, at the State Department as a contractor. Really was making decent money, but I ain't really gonna work there. That was like one of the most toxic. What, you was, doing, what you was doing? At I was working in the uh, daycare downstairs. Okay. So I ain't really gonna keep doing that shit. I was like, this shit, this environment toxic. You know what I'm saying? And like, I grew up, you know, strong black woman as a mother and shit. But seeing that, it showed me a different side of black woman. I'm like, this shit nasty. Mm. You feel me? So I was like, I got mm. that. So I quit. Day? I quit. I was in school to be a teacher. I quit, you know, because you think, you know, we think we know everything, what we're going to do in our future and shit, but we don't really got no control over that. So I quit thinking about to be a teacher and shit. Still everything, you know, football on my mind and all of that shit. Now, before we keep going forward, last year, the, my last year in high school, I played football. I only played football before I graduated. Three years, I think. Or two years. I played rugby. I wrestled. Play soccer, but just to fucking do something, ran track. But before, uh, yeah, that shit, fucking, that's a whole nother story. But what I was saying, before high school, when I was in high school, I was, my major was like, we had high, majors in high school, my major was like broadcast. So we had a, a teacher, Judy Moore, shout out to Ms. Moore. She, you know, taught us a lot of shit about video and all that shit. And I thought it was cool, but I was like, man, fuck this video shit. Like, she told us straight up, you don't make no money in television early on like that shit come on the back end so I was like I ain't going to school for that bullshit so when I started when I got to UDC and I'm playing semi-pro my trainer told me he was like man look you gotta pick an easy major like sports medicine or like elementary education so I picked elementary education long and behold that shit hard as shit so I'm in school for teaching no bullshit I was mad as shit I had to write up doing this fucking writing and typing I'm in school for teaching Kobe getting older, so I'm like, man, fuck this daycare job, I quit. I really was fucked up, you know what I'm saying? I, I was making good money, but I quit. I had no job, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm really making no bread, like, I was just in between. Find a metal and copper computers to take to the junkyard to get gas money and shit. Whoa, so my man was like, boy, yo, fuck that. Yeah, nigga, I'm like, hey, <laughs> so that shit, that shit in the place. The that shit in the place, too. Cool. Ride around stealing copper and finding computers to take to the junkyard to get bread and shit. That shit in the place. So. 
My man said, look, bro, you can work security. Oh, 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 what'd you say? I'm just saying, that shit put a decade in perspective for you. Mm -hmm. Uh huh? Nigga was selling copper and old computers. Son, give me a bread and some gas money. Need some diapers and shit. Mm -hmm. My man say, my man say, uh, Big Kenny, shout out to Big Kenny and shit. He lived up the street the whole time. But he was like, yeah, you can be security. I'm like, I ain't no motherfucking security in no club, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm good with shit. So, he come to me like three times later. He like, come on, bro. Like, you playing football? You got muscles and shit. Do security. Like, why am I trying to do that shit? So I said, yeah, I do it. But worst job I ever had. That shit gave me perspective on like how black men are viewed, and that's what like really turned me up because I'm working with a, a Pakistani, a Morocco, that's African, a Mexican, right? Everybody say people of color, minority. All them motherfuckers is racist and shit. Mm -hmm. Now every weekend, it took her to get me not to smack the shit up. One of them, I got a chance to fuck him up, cause he ain't work there no more. Yeah. And he stole the bartender, so they could let me throw him out. So I just like, yeah, I roughed his ass up real good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah, breaking this but, shit up. Yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> but that, that job, all of these things gave me perspective to how I think today. Now mind you, I'm still ain't touching no fucking camera. So 2013 come. 2014 come, you know, I'm two years deep as a full-on dad. The shit kicking my ass, but when you young, you just be, yeah, as a young nigga, you just used to like, move, 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 I just need, you know what I'm saying? So, me being a father, that shit was enough adrenaline for me because I gotta get you in the bus, you know what I'm saying? I lost my car, my license got suspended, my car got taken away from me off some bullshit, being irresponsible. Nigga wrapped up like six bands and tickets and fans and fees wow. and shit, no bullshit. Like all types of just irresponsible shit. So me and my man sitting in the car one day and we were talking, he going through some going through shit. I'm like, bro, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of these wild ass bitches. Like, man, I'm trying to do some different shit. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we want to do something different, but we don't know. We need somebody to show us. So like a month after we had that convo, he said, yeah, bro, we got to go to Texas. Dog, I ain't never been nowhere in my life other than probably at that point, what? Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Peachtree, but it was like a resort. <laughs> but I ain't never really been nowhere, so he's like, we going to Texas. I'm like, fuck is down in Texas? What are you talking about? Where the racist niggas live at? You know what I'm saying? I know that much. Yeah. He like, man, we gotta go for some shit called South by Southwest. I'm like, all right, bro, just, I, I got you. That was in 2014, so I saved my bread up. 2015, we went. Mm. Dog, that shit, that's when I realized, like, not that year, but that's, like, looking back at it, we don't, be, we don't know what the fuck we doing, we just here. If you do what's right, everything fall into place. If you're not ready, the opportunity is going to pass you. If you're ready, it's going to be there. Yep. So we get down mm -hmm. motherfucking uh, 2014. 2014 was, you know, roughly year of learning how to be a parent, but also how to be a young man. 2015, beginning of the year, lose my brother. Mm. Me and this nigga was like, me and all of us, like him and all of us, no bullshit. Like he was cool. Everybody, like this nigga was, he was everybody's fucking favorite, but the nigga was crazy as shit. But one thing I say is I ain't never seen this nigga scared, ever. I seen niggas fake pull the dog on him, you know what I'm saying? Like pull niggas, the dog on Yeah, niggas pull the dog on him, niggas shooting at us, niggas chasing us and all that shit. I ain't never seen this nigga scared. This nigga went from, just to put in perspective of how life worked and how people, like what you said earlier, Crook, about education and intelligence. Mm -hmm. This nigga didn't even go to his high school graduation. My best friend, he's still in jail right now, free curb bone, you know what I'm saying? This nigga, he, he came back, him and his mother, and they was like, yeah, where the fuck is Tim at? Why he ain't come to his graduation? What you mean he ain't come? He ain't come and call his name and everything. Nigga ain't go. He was like, fuck that shit. I don't need that shit. His whole mentality was he on his own, he doing his own thing. Since a, 
Since I know him, because he older than me, but he doing his own thing. Yeah. This nigga go from not going to high school graduation to planting trees and we drawing and making fun of this nigga and shit. Riding around work. with a bike with the hell Yeah, yeah so all that little reflective shit on like you know, the shit, boy, stopping trapping for trees and shit. Then a nigga get to working for the government in some capacity. The nigga can finesse his way in some way. Yeah. But niggas don't know who they talking to. That's why I be saying we gotta start giving crackers credit because we on the ground and we know when you poor, when you less fortunate, when you in the hood, when you wherever you at, you have to improvise. That's your life. Oh, yeah. The motherfuckers come, we don't never let it improvise. So we more in, that, somebody told me three years ago that the tech industry is six percent. It's six percent of where it's gonna be at in the future. The reason why it's not more is because black people not in it. We're the most ingenuitive improvising motherfuckers on this planet. That's a fact. This nigga went from skipping high school graduation to working for Casey Trees to working in the government, how the fuck ever he got in there, to you get Kim McDuffie elected and then you get Bowser elected. So, he not responsible for the bullshit she doing, but Bowser definitely wouldn't have won if it wasn't for this nigga because she needed to get Wolf out. So when this nigga was on the campaign trail saying, hey look, both of the, you know what I'm saying, both for shorty. Everybody was just like, okay, woo, woo, woo. But he died January 18, 2015. And I remember the day he passed, my mother was like, I just came in the house, high shit. I just came in the house. I was like, huh? He was 25, yeah. Uh, heart attack. I think the Lord just took him. I think he changed his life and the Lord just took him. Like the nigga made a full 360. He changed who everything he was doing terrible. Maybe he did. Maybe wow, dude. But maybe. then he just went to like doing the right thing, and I think that was just his time that he 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 fulfilled his purpose. Yeah, my mother. She I came in the house. She was like, yeah. Uh, maybe nigga was like this. Like nigga, we did we did, we did everything together. Like all types of wild shit together. When I get in the house. My mother said, yeah. Uh. My mother was sick with asthma. She come downstairs, she's like, yeah, Jacob, go uh, with your father to go see your brother. He in the hospital. Now, he got asthma. He always get flares and shit, but this is how strong that sibling bond is. When she told me that, I ain't want to go. I ain't really know why I ain't want to go. I just ain't want to go. Mm. So I'm in the house. The Seahawks playing. I forgot who the fuck is playing with the playoffs. So I'm trying to feel like I'm watching the game, but I'm like, I ain't want to go. So my father was ready. My father was like, yeah, uh, you right? I was like, yeah. But I remember when I got outside and opened the door handle, some shit just hit me. I just felt something. I was just like, I ain't want to get in the car. I felt like a kid. I was scared to go on a roller coaster or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I ain't want to get in the car. I felt it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, I was scared to face that shit. Mm -hmm. Got to the hospital. Um, one of his mans had pulled up, and we talking, watching the game on the screen. And I swear to God, I was just like, man, I don't want to. I just, I don't want to say certain things because you don't want to think, be superstitious. You don't want to think, damn, I jinxed it. But at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, like, no, no, like, no, I ain't believe it. So we go on the jump, his wife, his mother-in-law, they crying, we going, and I was just like, fuck, like, that shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? Nigga 25 years old. So we grew up together. Like, we did a lot of shit together. We, I seen his transformation, then he just gone. And that shit, for real, right there, that, that shit sparked a lot. Like, because after that, niggas went to Texas in March. That was my first time really being outside of D.C. and, like, seeing shit. And I saw a lot, a lot of shit, especially as far as, like, the music industry and shit at South Bar. But that shit was crazy. Like, that shit, I had a drive just from him gone. I had a drive. I was like, man, I got... I got this nigga had a bed. He was he was on he was on wave like he was just doing him while we were still focused on like trying to be whatever we were trying to be. 
And so, you know, that shit took me through, that shit carried me through that to, to today. Mm-hmm. I got two baby girls, you know what I'm saying? One that was born this year, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to June. You know what I'm saying? Nigga been through a lot of shit. I still ain't got my license, you know what I'm saying? I don't get <laughs> my mama no more, you feel me? But we ain't gonna have, we ain't gonna need no license. I'm still in the street, but at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? I quit my job this year, like, uh, this, this whole decade showed me, like, bro, I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really just gotta do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. And I feel like whenever we as people feel something, you gotta act on it. Like, I ain't had no idea I was gonna touch no fucking camera. Like, and that shit still not even finished, but my mindset was, I thought I knew what I was gonna do. I thought I was gonna play football. I thought I was gonna teach, you know what I'm saying? Or work in the schools or some shit. But that's not what I'm supposed to do. And so this 10 years, this shit just showed me like, you be thinking you know, but you don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. And when shit start to happen and come full force, you really just gotta sit back and just be thankful that you're still alive. Cause I ain't gonna lie, my 26th birthday, dog. My 26th birthday, I went to my brother's grave site. Man, I ain't really get a chance to grieve how I wanted. Of course, I cried when I first found out, but like the next day, literally, it was people in my motherfucking house for like three weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, this and that. And you know, everybody was hurt. He was connected to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, my 26th birthday, man, him. Shout out to Doodoo, rest in peace to Doodoo, rest in peace to Don Don, rest in peace to Dirt, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to all them young niggas who got killed before 22 and 26. My brother passed his, past 25, but I was just, I just was like, man, Lord, thank you for letting me see another year. Even every birthday, that's what I do, I just pray. Thank you for letting me see another year because these dudes ain't see it. And this 10 years has just, I really just appreciate life. Like, dog, before I came over here, I was having a motherfucker picnic. We was over the Arboretum with my girls and my, my girl and my uh both the both my daughters. We was over there just sitting, eating and shit, you know what I'm saying, chilling, like really walking through, just just chilling. Because it's like for me, like I used to be into that flash shit and all that other shit, but for me it's really just like, bro, I'm still alive type shit. Like I don't even really look at nothing off the other scale, just like I'm still alive, but I still get to be here. That's so I can't even really complain or talk shit or you know what I'm saying? It's just like all right, while I'm here, because when my brother left, I know a lot of people had shit they probably wanted to say to him and all that shit. I just want my daughters to know, look, we don't know when the fuck that day gonna come. But, daddy love you, I'm gonna give you the time that you need while I'm here. Because when I'm gone, I don't know how the fuck this shit gonna go. That's and that's what I got from this 10 years. It's like, people ask you, you know, what you, what you see yourself in 10 years? And we talk about status, where we see ourselves, but it's like, I think I, I see I seen myself with family. You feel what I'm saying? It's like to this day, you you lose a lot of people in life and you know, we talk about trauma and grieving and all that shit, but I feel like, you know, that's a natural order. The Bible says death is the last thing to, to leave. It's like it's death. That's the last one to go. Everybody will die. Everything got that. But we just gotta appreciate it. Like we was talking about this whole episode. Niggas be focused on the wrong shit, shoes, Giuseppe's belts, you know what I'm saying? Bitches talking about one bundles that's 30 inches and 30 feet and all that. Like, man, listen, you got a son, you got a daughter, you got a mother, you got a sister. I feel like I'm blessed just to have friends. No bullshit. Like, yeah. just True to have people that fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Tolerate me and tell me what the fuck I need to change. I'm blessed to just have that. So, my 10 years is, was a blessing because I ain't going to hold you. The 10 years before that was a blessing. So, <laughs> the fact that we here right now doing this podcast that only was inspired because my man had my phone and was like, yeah, bro, we need to get back on that podcast. This <laughs> how we need to do it. I said, all right. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that 10-year stretch, man. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a lot, but, you know, we here.
Alright. Tell us about your team, man. Shit. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah. nah, yo, I'm just going, yo, I'm just gonna keep it real short, real simple, bro. Yo, 2010, bro. Like, Kaysen was four. Damn. Yeah, Kaysen was four. Kaysen was four in 2006. So Kaysen was four, so I was maybe two years into marriage at that time. And man, I was fucking, I was fucking 25, bro. Married with a child that's four, you know, with a wife that's older than me, you know. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Bought a house out, boy. Like, uh, just a young, dumb nigga with bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I wasn't happy at all. You know what I'm saying? Just to look back on that shit, like, I wasn't happy. And I wasn't, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't making, I wasn't being the best person I could be because I wasn't happy. I didn't even know who I was. You know, I got somebody that I, that I'm married to that's telling me, you know, stop doing what has got us here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't know what else to do. You feel me? I don't know what else. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, having a child, it changed me. It, but it just put for him. It just put the battery in my back. Like. Oh, I gotta even go harder now. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I was in a I was in a place of confusion. You know what I'm saying? So, 2000 and 2010, two, at the end of 2010, my grandfather got sick. You know what I'm saying? So, I you know, like I said, like I always said, that was my guy. Like you know what I'm saying? That was my man. But uh. You know, when you building your own family, when you, you know, when you got your own family, I wasn't, I wasn't in tune with what was going on, you know, with them t- too much, you know, because I'm just building my own shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out shit to myself, but, you know, uh, my grandfather died, like, at the beginning of 2011, and Kaden was born, no, my bad, he died the end of 2011, because Kaden was born in August of 2011. So, um, that shit, like, I don't know, like, that shit, that shit, that shit took me to a place, bro, because, um, that, like, nobody told me. Even he didn't tell me he was sick. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother, nobody said nothing to me. Yeah, strong. Yeah, like, they hid that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I, if I'd have known, then I would have did, I would have prepared myself a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I had no idea. So I had, so I wasn't prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? So that shit took me to a tailspin. Like, that shit took me, because I was, I, I was angry anyway because I was in a space where I felt like I couldn't provide because I had to, you know what I'm saying, in order for me to make my marriage work, I had to give up the things that, you know, that I only knew. Mm-hmm. So I resented that shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And then I resented my family for not telling me my grandfather was dying. You see what I'm saying? So I was angry, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was I was on a nut for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know, like having a daughter, that shit changed me. Like that shit, that shit melted my arm away, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Casey hard that shit because I had to be a man for him. But having a daughter like that shit melted all of that shit away. That shit melted all of that. That uh it made you soft. Yeah, that shit made me way soft, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I said, yo, like a big reason why I, uh, uh, the only the, the reason why I paint is because of her. Because when she was born, she asked me. She like, yo, I went to go to the store to get some stuff for her school, and she said, Daddy, I want to paint. And this was the time that I was going through whatever. I, this was the time where I was fuck everything because my grandfather just died. Like I'm dealing with white shit. I'm fucking. I'm not being a husband, nigga. I'm out here fucking around. Like mm-hmm. you not giving me. I feel like you ain't giving me the support I need. You know, I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm on the move to self destruction, bro. Real shit, like I'm losing everything. But when we went to that store and Kata asked, you know, Daddy, I want to paint. And I'm like, what? what? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I want to paint. Cool. You know what I'm saying? And we went home and we and, and we painted. That day, that shit changed. That was the first time I had a chance to 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 relax my mind, bro. To like look to to realize everything that that that, that had happened to me. Just not that year or two years. Everything that they, everything that had happened to me to that point, I had I looked at that shit, and I had a moment there, and I was like, "Yo, I need to, I need to paint every day. Not to not 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 to get better, but just because I connected that shit with healing. I connected that shit with feeling better." And I was so fucking broke. I, I didn't know what else to do. Like that was just that was just a time where I can just escape. You know what I'm saying? And every single day, bro, I painted every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I would have I would I would go out into the fucking garage shit and sit in that shit for hours all day and just paint. And through that shit, like through that, through that, through me getting that, I start to my Wi-Fi started to connect. Mm-hmm. I started to get a meaning. I started to, I started to find purpose. Like, oh shit! I, you know, when somebody seen when, when the first time somebody seen my work, like, yo, who the fuck did this? I'm like me. They like, okay. That's how I felt at my parents. You see, my mama didn't believe you did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, when I I'm see like, nah, shit, this nigga. I couldn't do it. It didn't even make sense to me. I was like, and then he told the whole story through the shit one night. I was like, alright, somebody laughed. Not even one night, like uh, a couple of hours. Yeah, I was sitting there. And, and again, that's why I'm a big believer. Like, nothing happens by chance, right? I seen that shit, and like in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, what more fitting, perfect gift? Then for that painting, as beautiful as it was, to be introduced at that moment. Absolutely. Because I don't think anybody knew. 
did that shit. I damn sure I seen you from the uh, from from bruh from the podcast. Right. Man, so I had I was familiar with you in that regard. But I didn't know you put enough. It didn't even compute my mind. Then to see that shit, then to kind of do a quick little turn to see my parents, you know, like a marriage fully realized in that moment. Yeah. Here's your, here's your, yeah. you know, here's your timeless, timeless. Here's your portrait. Absolutely. Of that love. I was like, damn, that shit set me down. Absolutely. 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 And that, that, you know and, and that's, and that became that shit changed it because I was able to, I was able to empathize with people wanting and put it on canvas. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what connected. And I was like, I was working in the school, like Zay. I was doing, I was doing this. Is that where y'all met? Nah, uh-uh. I was doing, I was out murdering. Where we meet at? At Tia Jump. The Black Spring? Yes. Yeah, when you painted that joint? I there? painted that joint live. Yeah. Yeah. The slave jump. In like an hour. In an hour. <laughs> Real shit. You know what's crazy? Real briefly. After we, we, we did put a lot of planning today with that. Now, my bullshit. We did a lot of planning to go into that event. And when it happened, you seen it, bro. It wasn't really hollering nobody there. But to this day, I still fuck with you. We got this podcast. I'm working with Murray, and when she got the market seven about to pop off, it's like, that shit served its fucking that's purpose. No, that shit served its purpose. Not, so I'm gonna give you a room for the 17, 20 people, and it served its purpose. That shit bro. served its purpose. It's still served. I'm gonna give yeah. you a full circle. All right, so, like I said, we, we, my, I'm originally from Atlanta, and I'll tell you how full circle is how I got to meet in, in contact with you. So, Million Man March came, and, um, um, my wife and I went, and it was a photographer named Timo mm -hmm. that took our picture, gave gave him his card or whatever, and I went started following him on Instagram page or whatever. And at that point in time, like I moved, I I was living here now a year or so, mm -hmm. a year and a half. So I, I was still kind of new, I ain't really know nobody or, or whatnot. <clears throat> and so through his page, you know, met a couple of other people, met a couple of other people, and. Ah, Ibrahim. Right. I met Ibrahim doing something down in the southeast or whatever. And even on this point, he still didn't tell me who you were. Mm -hmm. We didn't even have a conversation about it. I just saw artwork he had. Right. He had a painting for it from you or whatnot. And it never, you know, even at that point, still didn't know who you were, didn't even didn't even bring full circle. And I can't remember whose page I was on or whatever. And I ran across oh, I was on his page mm -hmm. and he was talking about you. And then I started following you from there. And like I said, at this point in time, I, I didn't know too much or any, know anybody or whatever. And I was I was in my loner phase. Yeah. Like, I got here and was just like, man, these niggas different. Right, 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 right. I used to tell my friends all the time, like, man, these niggas different. These niggas just different. These niggas just different, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't that y'all was different. It was just on the point of I knew where I stood and the people that I was running with at that point in time, like I saw that I, I saw our differences. Right. Like exactly. we might have said we had the same mission. Right. But the way and how I wanted to go about my mission and how they wanted to go about there was two totally different. And mm -hmm. so that's where that riff went. And like I said, from the whole point of starting school to our our situation started off with just a conversation back and forth. Like you post something, I chime in, you respond back, and then it was just like, hey man, come tell these folks your story. That's a fact. Like come tell these folks your story. And it was crazy because, like I said, at the time, like even my, I think my mom even said something to you about it. Um, 
you know, when I was first telling my mom about this whole situation here, and I was used to be like, man, you know, my, I mean, we used to talk about this, like I used to pray to, to meet some like-minded people mm -hmm. that we could all be on the same page to where we could be, we could develop a friendship, not just somebody that I actually know. Like, I, I've got friends in Atlanta, but as far as here, it's like somebody that I could be like, hey, this was going on, or I didn't always have to pick up the phone, and they reach out to you. Because like I said, the first time, man, when it really turned into something between us, and you kept reaching out, at first I was like, you know, I was still in my loner phase. Yeah. And I was just like, but then it was God also saying like, hey man, why are you, why are you fighting off something you asked me for? Like, you asked me for, to put you in touch with, or put you around people that had the same like minds, that's talking the same way, and that's actually going to care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not just to introduce you to somebody and you be like, oh, we cool, you know what I'm saying? We speak mm -hmm. the same way, but like, somebody that's gonna reach out and say, hey, like, man, how you doing? You good today? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we supposed to be as somebody that's holding me accountable. And so that part was where it was just like, damn, that's, damn. Like, mm -hmm. you see, when you see some of the stuff that you asked for, mm -hmm. and you be like, man, that's the cool part of like, you know what I'm saying, like, brother, like you was like somebody that's like, you know, out of nowhere, it just, you know, you, you just say, hey, like, God, like, you know, you know what I'm looking for, you know, like, you know, I need somebody to, I need another, you know, a brother, somebody to, to take this walk with, or somebody that's going to speak the same way, that somebody that's going to hold me accountable as black men, you know, we always need that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, he bought you, he bought Jake, he bought others, that's just like, hey, man, this is how things are going to be done, this is how we're going to do things, be on your shit. Absolutely. And so that, that I, I didn't buy. I say I appreciate that part. Yeah. So yeah. So and that's what that's and that's and that's what it's been. Like that's my goal was to do exactly that. Once my once I realized that when I once I realized what was important because I had for all these years I I, I didn't know what was important. I thought having money and I thought you know buying shit. I thought that shit was important. But it had no importance. But so I didn't even know who I was. I had covered up. I had covered up who I was for so long, bro. I had covered up who I was for so long, just though, just for survival purposes. Yeah, just for survival purposes. I didn't know who I was. So you know, like this our shit. Like what I say is deeper than art because this shit really, this shit really saved me. This shit really made me a better father. This shit really made me a better human being. This shit really, it made me a better, uh, a better partner. It made me a better friend. You know what I'm saying? It made me a better family member because I understand what's important. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that shit, that shit did, that shit changed. And then I'm like, yo, all right, well, you know, like, like I, like, like, no, I was homeless, bro. I was sleeping in the car, all that. No job, like you said, no job, no nothing. Because I believed in the vision I had. I believed in it. And it was days, like I said, I told you about my son. Like it was days I couldn't, you know, I couldn't feed them and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yo, I, but in my spirit, I know I'm. this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, and everything is manifesting itself. Everything I say is manifesting itself. Because I'm convicted in it, and I'm walking in it, and I'm watching for the signs. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm upgrading my consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Every day I'm upgrading it. I'm upgrading it because I got to be prepared for what I'm asking for. I can't be. I I can't ask for a billion if I'm not prepared for it. Mm -hmm.
I can't ask for that if I'm not prepared for it. I can get that increase if you can't manage to lead. I can't ask to lead if I'm not ready to be persecuted. I'm ready for all mm. of that. I'm built for all of that. Mm, there's people out here leading. You know what? That's, not, that's big. Talk, huh? That's big when you huh? say because it's, it's, I mean, because even though, like I said, I, and I've, I've, I've battled that. I've battled that point of, of knowing that I wanted to lead, but knowing that, okay, I've got a past, I've got things that I've done in the past, and just not, and just letting that hold me back. Absolutely. And it's just on the point of like, nah, if you made to be a leader, can't nothing hold you back. Can't nothing hold, can't you, nothing back. hold you back. And so, you know, at, at one point in time, like that whole saying, like, you know, if if uh, Maya Angelou died at 20, she'd still be a prostitute. If Malcolm X died at so-and-so, he'd still be a mm -hmm. thief. Like, you still got the whole, you got a whole point to change your life. And like you saw, like, I mean, especially for me, like, from the beginning, from 2009 all the way to now, to be able to make the changes that I've made, it's just been a drastic, you know, my life is going from here to here to here to here. Mm -hmm. You know, we doing pretty good, but I can take those lessons to, if it ain't always here, I can make sure it ain't, it'll never go back down here. But that's what we talk about, that's what I learned. Don't worry about dealing with the, the ups. Nah. Learn how to deal with the valleys. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where your mental is found. That's where mm -hmm. you become a man. At rock bottom, the, when I hit rock bottom, I say, yo, this is the perfect place for me to build everything I want to build. I lost everything. I lost my wife. I lost my house. I lost my furniture. I lost my car. I lost everything. But I don't need any of that because I got purpose. I'm going to stay in my purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to live you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a live righteous. I'm a, and, and I'm a think about others before myself. Mm -hmm. Got you. When I learned that giving, that's why I give so much because somebody told me, yo, if you give so much, people will pay to have your wine. Yeah. Real shit. You know, an old nigga told me on A Street Day one day, he was like, hey man, we interviewed this nigga when we first started doing shit to the point. He said, hey look, if you always do right, he said, people want to take care of you. Yeah, like, life take care of you. He said, you ain't got to worry about nothing, money or nothing. He said, he ain't working 26 years. He said, his rent been paid for, he got nice relaxed to see like people just take. I think he did some other shit too, but he was just, I mean, I get what he was saying. But I, yo, I do right by people and they'll take care I of you. I agree with that, bro. I agree with that. That's why I say, yo, this shit ain't going to be free no more. 20, I'm not giving, why? Why? I need, yo, you spend, I'm asking. I'm asking you for $10 a month to subscribe to all of this content. All of this, all of this food. You yo, you go to McDonald's and spend $10 on garbage. Yeah, on garbage, that ain't doing nothing. Come on, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this should take a lot to, to even sit down and read books and shit mm -hmm. and, and break this shit down and regurgitate it so you can understand. That's a lot of that's a lot of fucking brain power. Got to dumb it down for you. And I don't, and I don't get paid to do it. I do it because I got love. Like I really want to see people help. But come on, like you know what I'm saying? Like if you spent fucking ten dollars on a Big Mac dog, you can give us ten dollars to start this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. So that's where we at. You know what I'm saying? I started. I, you know, I like I say. 
like I said today on Instagram, my nigga, I've been through the fire. I can help you get there. Mm-hmm. It's nothing I ain't been through. Ain't nothing. Anybody that asks me advice, nigga, I give the uh, the most honest advice, and it's straight. Or it's a situation in your. It's a situation in my that I've been through. That I could apply to you. Absolutely. That I could apply to what you asking me about. That's why you're not gonna fuck with this this media way, man. Because listen, and we gonna we, support you through it. Listen, we we been through some shit, and we doing everything, and we want to spark and have conversations based off what we've been through, because we know we're not the only ones. Like, dog. Everybody I'm gonna, been through I'm gonna tell this story. I done caught chlamydia twice, and that shit inspired me to do a raw sex episode. Because mm. I've never had a woman ever ask me in life to put a condom on. Do you have a condom? That's a ever. fact. I got, I'm, I'm pulling it out, putting it on, or I'm not putting it on. That's a fact. I'm keeping it a hundred. So fact. my inspiration was okay. Look, if I keep fucking all these people, and none of them is none of these women is saying, hey, we have a conversation. We need to have a conversation mm-hmm. about this because they doing it to other niggas, and oh, bitch, I ain't special. So you're not just telling me, letting me do it to you. Or like this. bigger than that, they ain't asking you, right? They not asking you. So that means if they not asking you, they definitely not telling their son or daughter to put on one. Or they even ask because it's awkward and it feels weird. Yeah. I'll never forget I asked the chick, I was like, listen, am I the only dude you fucking? And she immediately went to like what you all in my business for? Like, y'all niggas don't y'all don't know how to y'all y'all think y'all own this and that and that. Like you feeling yourself. I'm like, listen, no bullshit. I wanna have sex with you, bro. I I wanna keep having sex with you, bro. Is you fucking somebody else, so I need to stop and go to this doctor yeah, cause he might tomorrow. Be for because he might be fucking like me. He might, might be fucking all the people. Oh, he might be fucking dudes. You understand? Wow. So wow. we need to them, we need to be up front, like dog. Even as adults, bro, you can't. I can have that conversation with some women. You can have that conversation with them and say, listen, you know, we about to be doing us. What's your status? What's my status? You should know. You should fucking know yeah. if your partner has herpes or HIV or gonorrhea or chlamydia or syphilis. Like, or what they call it now, they downplay it and say an STI. Bitch, you burn. Bitch, you burn. You burn. Uh, you, burn. Right. Wow. you should know that shit. But that come from real life experience. We've been through shit. We want to share with y'all. There's some niggas out here. Listen, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, to be where I'm at. Y'all might, you know, get something. You gotta pass information. You feel what I'm saying? And people respect that. Like if you doing something crook for Missy, y'all tell somebody something, and you don't get you don't have no incentive. You just tell them, hey look, don't do that shit, bro. Cause if you keep doing this, then this shit gonna happen. And somebody like, you know, takes that information and takes heed to it, they gonna always look out. I remember when I was a teenager dog, all the niggas that gave me good advice. I, to this day, I still respect these niggas because they told me some real shit. Fact is fact. They ain't want me. They wasn't just in my face rapping, running their mouth. This old, this old real shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I can't be, we can't be, you know, we can't be giving this shit out for free. And y'all go watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, we gonna start, we start bringing y'all the news for free. We gonna charge y'all for them gems. Love hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All y'all need to take that shit the fuck back. Yeah, that shit clown shit, bro. That's clown take shit. Take your book bro. back. Man. I'm gonna see if I can download the PDF from somebody's that channel. That shit clown shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Support what, you know, support, support who you appreciate. That's what that's, this shit is about appreciation. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? What's your vision? Yeah. Where you wanna go? Who leading you? Who vision are you supporting? That's a fact. Who leading you? Y'all want to keep hearing about six now, or you want to keep hearing about how to get your credit score up, or how to make life easy at home with your girl, or how to make your son stop 
you know what I'm saying? Your daughter stop talking to you with attitude, like it's, or how to make work move easy. It's just, yeah. we just, or how to we take care of your business so you ain't gotta have to get your credit score up. Yeah, so like we growing, and as we growing, we shining with y'all niggas because the people that's, the people that's, because remember we separated niggas from niggas. Mm. We separating that shit, so yeah, I know if you if, if I know what you value if you paying for it. Yeah, real shit. If you value this information, then you paying for. It. If you don't, then I don't need to fuck with you anyway. Oh. You don't want you want something for free. We not fucking with nothing for free. If you if you you go you go you go get a white boy fucking all this money for some jewels, my nigga. He walked right out the motherfucking hood with the, all the money. I gotta walk, I got fucking four, five locks on my door. Bars. I gotta, do I gotta walk in the gate to get in my house, bro? I got cameras on every fucking listen, building in my complex. Listen, man, y'all don't do nothing to him. Y'all y'all support him. He don't even have bars on his doors at his house. Mm -hmm. You ain't running down on him. We not fucking with that, bro. Support what you clear su support what you support what you pay for what you want, bro. If you want to get this game, if you want to get some knowledge, bro. And I'm not saying we know everything, but I'm pretty sure if you got a question, we gonna help you find it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this shit is about. This shit is about a pack. This shit is a wolf pack. That's why I say it's a hundred wizards. A wolf pack is we support who we support each other. We gonna hunt together. We gonna kill each other, and we gonna kill. Gonna you know, we gonna together. kill and we gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? But why the fuck I'm gonna be killing shit for you and giving mm -hmm. you food, and you not, you not, yeah, you not yeah, involved yeah. with the hunt? That's not. That shit is over with, bro. That's just ain't the flamingo pack. Yeah, like that shit is over with. Like I said, all I need is all I need is a hundred people. They want to put up a thousand dollars. How much we got, miss? A hundred K, right? Nigga, I had five people ask me, where do I send the money at? When I put that yeah. shit up. Yeah. All I need is a hundred. We're we going to get us a hundred million, period. You know what I'm saying? If you don't believe in it, then fuck you. We but don't need everybody to believe in it. We don't need every. Nigga, this shit is real. And it's, and, and, and like, it. It's no disrespect to you either. It ain't. Like, I, it ain't. My pastor used to he was he used to Some make it funny. Beyonce, that's he used cool. to make it that's funny. Cool. He used to be like, you know, I used to go to he said, you know, I go to these churches and whatnot, and you hear the pastor say, I want everybody to give a hundred dollars and this and that. And he would say like, Oh, well then the pastor not talking to me today. Mm. And so when we when we talk about this, <laughs> when we talk and this is my pastor saying this about another preacher. Yeah. And so again, like so every time somebody talking, don't mean that they talking to you. You just every time somebody talking to you, listening, don't mean that they always talking to you. That's a fact. Sometimes the radio be on, but that don't mean I'm. That don't mean they rapping to me. That's a fact. The radio just on, so I'm just waiting for the next song. So some, you know, if if the whole thousand dollars and you don't want to be part of that hundred, then we just ain't talking to you. That's a fact. That ain't nothing. Stay in this cycle. Yeah. Because we trying to we trying to get property, bro. We trying to get property. Yeah, we trying to build what you say, Jay? Corporations. Mm -hmm. Corporations. We not support black business. We not just starting corporations, man. We start trying to build corporations. Basic economics. So just because you getting benefits at that job, that don't mean that's just the most beneficial. The thing about that, that's your job. You yeah. can't leave that job to your kids. 
That's oh. and and I got kids, so that's my thing. I'm trying to make. I'm I'm not trying to let my kids integrate into that shit. Two years ago, I knew I was done with DCPS. I didn't act on it because you know you gotta grow and learn. And like I ain't gonna hold you as a nigga going to the workplace. I really was like moving real restricted because I ain't want to do certain things. I'm, yeah, because I'm a black man. And I'm not a Howard ass nigga. I don't, you know what I'm saying? They go to Howard. I'm not gay, so I don't fit in with the black men right. that fit in in DCPS. Mm-hmm. I'm like over here. I got in there and I took my daughter to work because. It was three years ago, matter of fact. I ain't had no nowhere to take her. You know what I'm saying? When the school kids don't have school, she gotta where she gonna go? Her mom, her mama gotta go to work. Yeah. She took her to work with me. They say, yeah, you can't bring her in here because this our policy, woo woo, and you know all kids at the tan, blah blah blah, all that bullshit. But my whole tenure working in DCPS, I've repeatedly seen my white coworkers bring the newborn children to school. With wow. Work hours with kids. Wow. With kids there. Or my other white co my my co. Gay co-workers bring their kids and let them run amok and fuck shit up. My kid is in one location, and the only reason you know she fucking here is because I brought her up and we going to lunch. But at that moment is when I say I ain't, I can't, that's when I, that's when I knew, but I ain't know I was going to quit. But I knew, oh yeah, I can't do this shit because, and even just because we black, it's just a decency. But you, you probably know in your head I ain't got nowhere else to take my child. So instead of just want to make shit different, having a conversation with me about, hey, look, you know, you got a policy, but let's do this or that, you know, ain't no problem. You came at me also authoritarian. Yeah. And that's what we got Flex. to say. Like employees, like Flex, I encourage man. everybody. I ain't saying go to work and quit your job, but I encourage everybody to go to work and challenge your employers also to respect shit. Not if you're not doing the right thing. Do what you're supposed to do and do your job and excel. But don't let these people disrespect you. Like, in a lot of ways. And because you can't, you can't, like you was about to say, you can't just leave and just go take care of your kids at work if you needed to. You might come back to no job, but they might say you you just left and you but just that, it. So and, that, like, and that's a bit and that's what and that's and that's what modest and that's what this ten years has been about. My my motivation is to I don't, I don't, I don't want nobody to control me. I don't want to, I don't want to somebody say you can take vacation, or you could go, you could call out sick, you could go watch the kids. Fuck all that, bro. I'm not look, like I don't come from that. Period. First of all, like nigga, I've been making my own rules up. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't live by that. Like I do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a humbling process to that because I had to change how I did shit. And I had to rebuild myself again. I had to break myself all the way down and rebuild myself all the way up. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't sell drugs, nigga. I sell art. But it's the same mentality. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And I'm going to create the space where I can do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? But it takes time for that shit. It, 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 it's, it, it, you gotta build that shit. You know what I'm saying? Real shit, you gotta build that shit. And that's what this, that's what this, I've been on a five year plan, bro. I've been on a five year plan since 2015, bro. When I took this all shit serious, I said, yo, I'ma come back into this school and I'ma use this all shit and I'ma, and I'ma mentor these kids, bro. And I don't give a fuck how much money I get. But I'm going to make it work. This is what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to do it so good they ain't going to have a choice. They not going to have a choice but to pay me. Period. I'm going to 
I'm gonna do this shit so good, and I'm gonna do this shit so right. They not gonna have a choice. That was the plan. And where we at right now? Huh? I get paid to go in there. They damn sure ain't got no choice. They got no choice. They don't got no choice. And that's how I was supposed. That's how I think. Like especially like when I look at 2019, going into 2020, like I laid a lot of foundations in 2019. Mm -hmm. That that's that's gonna. It's just, it's just like I. 2020 honestly should be easy for me mm. because foundations were laid like I you know what I'm saying like I don't have I like I'm going to I'm actually going into 2020 that's what it's feeling not like. having to create anything that's what it's feeling like now that's what it's, it's just like. all about enhancement Put, exactly putting the pieces where yeah, they put go. Away, like I got a and pure pushing the button yeah exactly like I that's got a pure it. game plan of boom I'm here I'm here I'm here I'm here cool I got a plan I got things that I, I, I got I got products right I got products boom this set up this set up this set up this set up so now I'm going to the 24 uh, 2020 now it's like cool. All right, push you over there, run. Push you over there, run. Like you said, push the button, push the button. Foundation's been laid to where now I can start implementing those That's things. It. And that, that, that part, like, I haven't felt this way. I mean, shit, it's been a long time. It, can you? That's what I said. It's been a long time. I asked you that. Can you feel it? Yeah, it's been a long time since where, where I felt like going into a year where it was like. Damn, we I, gotta, don't, I don't gotta come up with nothing. We gotta plan in place. I don't place. gotta come up with nothing. I don't gotta come up with like, damn, how am I be getting this this year? How am I get this this fact. year? How am I react to this? Like, I got stuff actually set up in front of me to where I just be like, all right, cool, run, like, break. The, the plan is Let's in go. place, bro. The, and I, I feel part that's feel good. Remember what you you just said that people will scramble in New Year's. People yeah, are scrambling. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I, this this is the first year in ten years, bro. Real shit that I don't feel like. I don't know what's next. That I don't know what I'm stepping into. The vision is very clear. Like Missy said, the blueprint has been set, and this, and this blue, and this shit I've been working on for years, but I needed the components to make this shit run. You see what I'm saying? I needed the components to make this shit run. The components are here. You see it. It's right here. Nigga, we did, uh, nigga who sees a brake truck on the New Year's <laughs> Eve pull up in Southeast on Good Hope Road? And it sat in front of us for a couple of minutes, too. It ain't like it was just like a you see you miss? Like, hey, you Who's, see it, right? Like, that shit was some real shit, bro. Like, I look at them signs like, damn. I've been talking that money talk all day. All day I've been talking that money talk, nigga, we gonna get that bread this year. Because it's needed. Now now it's time to, we need the money to implement what we need to do for us to, 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 to do this shit intellectually. Because we in a leadership position and, pe and, and, and people are watching. So how we react and how we move, how they gonna react and move. So if we move with ignorance and, and aggression and, and and that we don't need that. That's why I say we we only talk we 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 list we we focus on, on the psychodemographic, a mindset. Are you with this mindset? Because if you with this mindset, nigga, we can win. And the mindset ain't for everybody. That's a fact. It, it ain't for every if the mind and again, if the mindset ain't for you. 
It's okay. It's, cool. it's all right. It's cool. Nobody, you, nobody's mad at you. Nobody's hating you. We can still see each other. We can chop it up in the street. We can dap up. Um, if you see me at the coffee shop, you can say what's up. That's fine. I do not. I, 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 one thing I've learned over the past couple years, I've really and learned and made it an emphasis for me to get to the point where I can agree to disagree with someone. Absolutely. I understand that you might have your opinion, I might have your opinion. Cool. Because at the end of the day, you don't live with me, your opinion is going to go to your house, it's going to lay in your bed, my opinion is going to go to my house, my, my opinion is going to lay in my bed, that's and I'm the one that's going to have to deal with it. So I, I understand that part. And so we as people have to understand, like, man, every time, hey, I might not be with, I might not be with, uh, 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 because some people might see our movement as a radical movement. I might not be with that. To you it's radical, to us it's necessary. Absolutely. So some of the things that you might see necessary, I might not see as necessary, but I understand that those are necessary to you. Right. So I don't get to the point where I'm just like, nah, man, that shit ain't cool, nah, 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 nah man. I'm not gonna hang on you, man. That's what's necessary for you to, to focus. Exactly. And for you to maintain, you do what's necessary for you to maintain. Everybody needs to figure out what they got to do to maintain. You ain't going to maintain the same way he going to maintain. She ain't going to maintain, maintain the same way she, she going to maintain. Figure it out. Now, what I will say is, it's going to be some people out there just like you that's maintaining the same way that you are. Mm -hmm. You got to get around those people and stop trying to compare yourself of, of you know, maintain. I, I fell into that um, uh, a few times before where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around. And I tell you, when I do fall into it, it happens that quick. And I'm out of it that quick to where you fall into, damn, this person doing this, doing this, I got to get my shit together, I got to get my game up. That's one of the worst things that we say to ourselves, like, I got to step my game up. You got to step your game up compared to who? Mm -hmm. And for what? For what? Like, what you stepping your game up? Yeah, you because you're about, like, somebody, some, some out, outer shit, like, like you said, like some, you see somebody doing it. Better than you, monetarily, you want to step again up. Like, it should be all everything should be but that's, time. But, but we are the we are the age of the internet, bro. We are the age of, of social media. So, jealousy is at an all time high right now. Yeah. Because we're looking at people's accomplishments. No, it's or it's not even jealousy. It's a new mental illness that exists. We just don't know what the fuck Absolutely. it's called. Oh, because, right? it, it, because it's, too, it's too early to diagnose it. Yeah, it's too early. It's too, way too early. It's too early to diagnose it. Social right. media is so new. It's too early to diagnose it, but it's definitely, it's it's definitely a a a, a, a mental illness going on. Anytime, anytime a, a woman is 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 only thing she's showing is her ass on in it. That's social. That's a mental illness. And, and you have to know what that's called. Uh, real quick, like it's cute. They say these are private parts, like. Absolutely. You call it private. No, you don't even respect. And it's like you gonna always have the group of women that say, "Well, y'all try to control it. It's freedom. It's like women who say that don't understand niggas." They and I'm a firm believer they that y'all ain't never seen a relationship with a real man Bro, before sick. in y'all life, like ever. That's sick. Because y'all gotta understand how niggas think. That's not no freedom. That's, sickness, that's an easy ticket. Yeah, that's sickness, bro. Because we go back to 2010, 2009, when we was all dogs, yeah. we was out here. Like, yeah, go ahead and keep posting that ass and think, yeah, what? Respect who? But you fuck I'm talking about? You gonna come over here and get what you finna do. Walk your black ass to the bus stop by yourself. Walk to the train station by yourself. Call your own Uber. But you ain't nobody doing shit. But you gotta understand, though. Instagram is only 10, 11 years old. 
old. It came out by 2010. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. only 10 years old. So we only so, 10 years but, into it. But you're only 10 years into it. But look at how much is compacted and how much fucked up you it made you over 10 years. Absolutely. You went from the explosion of Instagram to let's just say think you got Instagram models, Damn. Instagram comedians. We didn't even think about Instagram Instagram comedians. You got uh, OnlyFans. Now from Instagram, you got OnlyFans page. You got Instagram. You got Instasnap. You got Snapchat. Um, you got podcasts. You, you got podcasts. You got a whole hold up. You, you got, got a whole nother language. You got a whole nother language. You got a whole nother language. A whole nother industry. Now yeah. all of this has happened in the course of or uh, the, let's get to the mental aspect of it. The whole point of like they were talking about going. You know, they're going to the point of now taking lights off. So yeah. they were talking about how people used to post pictures and after 30 minutes if it didn't get enough likes, it would take it off. Yeah. All of that that we just went over happened in 10 years. That shit is sickness, bro. So imagine, you're like, you see how quickly 20, time has so, changed? So 2030, imagine how who we gonna be dealing with, bro. Imagine, imagine the kids growing, imagine the kids that was born in 2009, 2007. 2010. They're going to think that men can have babies mm -hmm. and they're going to think that women. Ooh. No bullshit. They're gonna no, we ain't even got to take it that far. Go from, just go from 20, just go from 2000 to 2020. Again, 2000. Dollar up in a day. Yes, sir. Now we got, now we walking around with a computer. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That, that simple. And then that, and so from when you say that two, simple. Two, hold up. Two, just to put this in perspective, 2000, 2000, nigga. You had the DVDs of porno. Dibbits. No, nigga, you were still watching tapes. DVD and Dibbits. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, nigga, you had yeah, to get us. You, what, no, no, what, I can get this. What was you were still going to rent them bitches from. What's you had to go in the back what, of the store. West Coast Productions, nigga, was up in yeah. 2000. You had to go in the back of the store. <laughs> hey, hey, West Coast Productions was up in 2000. Yo, my nigga, that's the only way you could get porn. My nigga, now a day's dog. Get on Twitter. Easy. It's all across, all across the board. Easy. And you talk about a twenty-year span. Twenty years. Twenty civilization. And we're not, we're not evolving. We're devolving. Big time. Nothing is personal. Sex is man like dog. Oh, the amount of sex I see between like I get it. Everybody watch porn year whatever. The amount of sex we see on Twitter timeline is ridiculous. Cause it's like people don't even understand what this shit means. Like dudes, and this is all the guys out there listening. Over sex, over Yes, sir. When you do something with your girlfriend, right, and you see her excited, she's like, yeah, for three weeks, she's excited. Nigga, she like that shit. So whether you're there or not, okay, you just you just confirm for her that she can do it, and you don't give a fuck. She gonna keep doing it. Same vice versa if you say, oh, yeah, let's record. I, I get it. It's cool. Sex tape. Oh, let's make it sexy. Let's record. I said, you look good. Woo, woo. Okay, so you showing your girl, you showing the world, you and your girl being intimate at y'all most intimate moments. You think another nigga not looking at your girl like, damn, she is sexy and shit. Damn, I'll fuck her just like that. Damn, she look good like dog. That's not your girl no more. What, what your man say? Instagram got your bitch. Instagram got your bitch. I never figured like, out, I never figured like, how couples can record you allow your girl to be exposed on that stage. Bro, it's a rap. Like, dog. It's, it's crazy how people just be... Oh yeah, we just like sex, sex. Like I get it, everybody horny and shit. Woo, woo. That's what I'm saying. And y'all gotta pay for this because my man said it. Y'all get it for free. No y'all niggas is sleepwalking. That's why this shit about to be like taking cake from a baby. Everybody fucking and smoking somewhere laid up, chilling, drinking, getting high. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be goals and mood and shit. We ain't on that. Y'all don't even see the, the image. Dog, you talking about getting high, nigga? Let's talk about the weed from. 
20, 15% sales tax. You know what I'm saying? So at that point in time, I should have just went and got it to you from, from the 40. I ain't got to pay you the sales tax. So when you start doing the math and you really want a couple of ounces and this and that, you saying, that, damn, I got to pay 15, 20% sales tax on that. Listen, listen. That shit. shit. Up, it becomes a deal. It becomes, yeah, now I'm, now if I'm at, uh, I'm $120 in. I'm telling you. So. Hey man, it's been a blessing, man. This past year, these ten years, and like I said, this year coming up. Hey man, we implement, implement. We showed y'all how we rolling. We gave y'all idea. You can either get on and get, you know, you can get on and get on. Straight up. 
And that means that if both of you can get on and you can roll with it, or you can get up. the fuck on. Straight up. We not we not taking no no prisoners this year, bro. Like real shit, we not. Like, like we still buying J's this year though. Like like I said, I got I got I got I got sympathy, but I don't got no empathy. Mm. Real shit. The empathetic days over. Yeah, with. I don't I'm not I'm not feeling you, my guy. I feel sorry for you, but I'm not feeling you. Cause I gave you a chance. This is it. That's what the white people saying. That's what the white Straight people saying up. to us. Like, hey man, I gave you a chance. We get y'all niggas lost and let y'all have them lost for 40 years and y'all ain't did shit. We about to give them to the max. The niggas gonna be like, we gave y'all niggas Obama and y'all ain't stand up to him and tell him to implement some shit. That shit over with. No more niggas. Bro, you love the perfect nigga. He listen to Jay Z and play basketball. They trick the shit out of us. And hire my man from Duke. He a CIA agent. Trick this. Him and Gucci Mane. Yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah. off that, bro. Oh, we can do this because Gracie Gracie. Oh, yeah, man. Why? Why? Hey, man. But again, man, Happy New Year from Man Time. Yeah. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. Hey, listen. This shit about to be up. I'm telling you. Fans only, bro. Fans only. Hey, man. Because we did. We, we don't do this shit for y'all to look at for real, for real. Nah, man. We do this shit because, nigga, we get, we get, we get something out of life this is, shit. Life is fucking hard. Fuck what y'all talking about, like, not what y'all talking about, but fuck what they talking about, yeah. like, hard. so this is us coming to being open, honest, honest, dog, you know how hard it is to be honest? Coming from a nigga that used to be lying and stealing like shit, it's hard to be honest, <laughs> and, You know, happy, you know, we want to make sure 2020, happy new year, make sure you bring it in right, because we're going to bring it in right again, like we told y'all, it ain't going to be free for long, y'all going to have to pay for it, you have to pay for it, man, make sure 2020, it's your your ideal year, man. If you ain't got your foundation, man, run run, run down a quick foundation real, real quick, man, and take the rest of the year to go ahead and build them walls, man, so so you can start putting that roof on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So uh, I'm gonna leave it here and uh, analyze the people around you, make sure you see if they're an asset or a liability. That's mm. what it comes down to. Period. Mm. You only fucking with assets. If you a liability, we can't fuck with you. Assets plus liability. That's all that it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Mad time. I love 2020. Let's go get the bag. Yeah! Yeah! Boom. <laughs>